This is the NTT IndyCar Series. From Worldwide Technology Raceway in Madison, Illinois. I love it. Um, have enjoyed racing there. Enjoy the, the uniqueness of the track. It, you know, it, it is an oval, but it sort of kind of feels like a bit of a road course the way it, the oval is. Totally asymmetrical. And that makes it really unique. It's flat, and we're going over 190 miles an hour through there. So it's you, you feel the G's. <laughs> With live flag-to-flag coverage, this is the IndyCar Radio Network. Uh, three races to go. Six drivers separated by 58 points. Weather, the threat of it, looming here. So because of that, we'll dispense with our usual pre-race festivities. This is Mark James. It is time to go trackside to start the Bomberito Automotive Group 500 here at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to give the command for the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. Please welcome the president of Bomberito Automotive Group, John Bomberito. On behalf of the Bomberito Automotive Group and our now 1,000 team members, I want to personally welcome you race fans to the fabulous Worldwide Technology Raceway and the millions more watching from home. Buckle up, race fans. You're about to see the greatest show on four wheels. And remember, make sure you log on to Bomber.com where you can buy, sell, or trade your next vehicle. Drivers, start your engines! Here's today's NTT IndyCar Series starting lineup. Row 13. Felix Rosenquist, Sweden. Ed Carpenter, United States of America. Row 12. Dalton Kellett, Canada. Rinus VK, the Netherlands. Row 11. Callum Ilo, United Kingdom. Jimmy Johnson, United States. Row 10. Kyle Kirkwood, United States. Christian Lundgaard, Denmark. Row 9. Romain Grosjean, France. Elio Castroneves, Brazil. Row 8. Graham Rahal, United States of America. Connor Daly, United States. Row 7. Jack Harvey, United Kingdom. Simon Pagenaud, France. Row 6. David Malukas, United States. Colton Herta, United States. Row 5. Alexander Rossi, United States. Devlin DeFrancesco, Canada. Row 4. Takuma Sato, Japan. Patricio Ward, Monterey, Mexico. Row 3. Scott Dixon, New Zealand. Alex Below, Spain. Row 2. Scott McLaughlin, New Zealand. Joseph Dugarden, United States. On the outside of row 1. Marcus Eriksson, Sweden. And starting on the pole. Will Power, Australia. As we mentioned, we're just about ready to go racing. Let's head downstairs, check in with our pit reporters, find out what they will be watching throughout the course of the race tonight. 260 laps at all. We'll welcome in first, Jake Query. Thank you so much, Mark. On this day that is 89 degrees and a 108-degree track temperature with 45% humidity, that is one of the things, Mother Nature, that we will watch. But another that I'll be watching, Felix Rosenquist, who starts at the back of the field. That's because his car was simply too free, as he mentioned it, in qualifying, and he spun. Now, there was very light contact, and that number seven machine was not necessarily needed for repair. But then in the warm-up, 
they noticed did that Aero McLaren team that Felix Rosenquist's car had a slight fuel leak, so that fractured his warm-up period. So starting from the back, he's going to have to go off strategy. It's just one of the storylines, Mark, that we look for watching here in my end of pit road, which includes a couple of other movers towards the top ten that would like to get up front. Colton Herta, Alexander Rossi among those. Mark? Michael Young. Romain Grosjean, the second pit box, exiting pit lane, nine position grid penalty due to an unapproved engine change. He will start in the 18th position, had a bad fast race car in qualifying. He will work his way through the field, but I'm keeping my eye on Will Power. He tied Mario Andretti all time with poles at 67. He is very good here. His teammate Joseph Newgarden, also Scott McLaughlin. Remember that race in Iowa? McLaughlin got himself on the podium in race number two. Look for that second Second-year driver for Team Petsky to make his way through this field this afternoon. There is a lot of quick cars at the front of this field. I'm thinking about 55 laps, the max that they could do. That may increase as we rubber up this track even more. Everybody getting good fuel mileage here at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Going to be a fun one tonight, Mark Jades. Looking forward to it as we go racing here in St. Louis. Have a good safe call on pit road, you guys. Uh, helping us call the action around this mile and a quarter oval. Maker of the Indy Lights presented by Cooper Tires. Position just off of Turn number four, but he can see all the way around Worldwide Technology Raceway. A salute to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway before our very eyes, Nick Hillman. Yeah, a beautiful, the last two laps, a three-wide salute as the cars rolled off of pit lane. And just as we say that, Mark, we're starting to see the pyrotechnics, flames, and bombs that we've come to expect St. Louis style here at Worldwide Technology Raceway on the back stretch as the field heads into turn number three. You mentioned this racetrack, asymmetrical, egg-shaped oval, turns one and two a little bit more more banking, but it's a tighter radius. Turns three and four laid down a little bit more flat, but it's more of a swooping corner. It is an incredible challenge for these drivers. Going to be a lot of fun, Mark, to watch them tackle this racetrack for 260 laps just outside of the St. Louis area. Uh, that pyrotechnic display not understated at all. Just a, a past the midway point of the back straightaway. Our driver analyst, Davey Hamilton, again subbing for Mario Andretti in the fast to seat in sports. He just wrapped up his laps and uh, pulled the car into the infield. He'll hop on a scooter, make his way through the tunnel, and we'll have Davey up here in the broadcast booth before you know it. Nick Yeoman, as we mentioned right off the top, top six drivers separated by just 58 points. Will Power picked up a point in qualifying. He leads Scott Dixon by 6, Erickson by 12, Newgarden by 22, Pelot by 33. McLaughlin, 58 points back. We can't ask for much better in terms of his high championship race with three races to go. Yeah, it cannot be understated just how incredible it is with three races to go that we have that many drivers in contention. And wouldn't you know it, Mark, with the way qualifying shook out, the top seven in the points are going to start one through seven when we drop the green flag. So all of the key players are going to be in those first four rows. That's to make for an interesting race, but it has been an incredible championship long season battle. I'm not sure either one of us can label a favorite, but tonight's going to go a long way. This is kind of a wild card race. We've come to expect fireworks and sometimes some carnage around Worldwide Technology Raceway. How many of these championship contenders walk away with a clean night? That's going to factor in and it's going to decide how many drivers we have going for that title in Laguna Seca here in about a month. Uh, going to go green very, very soon. A total of 
six parade and pace laps in all. One to go at the line. A quick note from Jake Query on pit road. Keep an eye on Pata Award. He starts seventh mark. He already has asked those that were involved in the lights race what the high line was like here. He looks to go to outside perhaps early to try to make up room. Uh, front row, Will Power, Marcus Erickson, Joseph Newgarden, Scott McLaughlin, row number two, Alex Below, Scott Dixon, row number three, row four, Pato Award, Takuba Sato, Francesco and Rossi make up row number five, row six, Herta, David Malukas, Pagino and Harvey at row seven. Nick Yeoman, the field comes into shape now as we get to the halfway point of the Max Rex. A pair of red and black cars on the front row, the Verizon Team Penske colors of Will Power, the Bryant Heating and Cooling sponsorship on Marcus Erickson, the Indy 500 champion, right behind them, Mark, you mentioned a pair of Penske cars who have been fast all weekend in New Garden and McLaughlin. You've got Dixon, you've got Polo, you've got Award. Mark, it is time to light the candle. Here comes the field, lined up perfectly out of turn number four. Sand is running out of the hourglass on your chance to win a championship here in this season in the NTT IndyCar Series. Slowly off of turn number four, the pace starts to quicken. Good jump by Will Power. The Bomberito Automotive Group roars into turn number one. It is Will Power who grabs the early position. Marcus Erickson slots in second. It's Scott McLaughlin using the high line. He'll jump to third around Joseph Newgarden. Everybody nice and clean, Mark, out of turn two. They spent a couple of uh, an hour or so, we should say, a couple of days ago working that high line in last night, in fact. They had nine cars out for about a half an hour to 45 minutes working in the high line. Will Power was one of those, and it worked. Marcus Erickson has the second spot now as the field starts to set up for turn number two. Pato Award just used the high line to grab the sixth position away from Alex Pillow in turns three and four. He'll set his sights on Scott Dixon, but it is Power, Erickson, McLaughlin, Newgarden Dixon, your top five into turn three. Stays that way as they start to sort out, but as we say that, we see Pato Award get a really strong run on Scott Dixon at the uh, exit of turn number four. They might go side-by-side side into turn one. They will go side-by-side. Side. Scott Dixon will yield and let Pato Award, the Mexican driver for Aaron McLaren SB, take over that fifth spot. So Pato Award on the charge early, Mark. He'll set his sights on Joseph Newgarden into turn three. Takuma Sato is trying to keep pace now with that group. He starts to draw a beat on Scott Dixon. Won't say they're nose to tail, Nick, but they're looking pretty good now as they start to set up for the halfway point of the front straightaway. Yep, Scott Dixon will now have to settle into that six position. Takuma Sato, a guy a lot of people have their eye on. He won this race a couple years ago. He sits in that seventh position, Mark, about six car lengths behind Dixon, and then a good qualifying run yesterday for Devlin DeFrancesco, who runs an eighth. A pretty strung outfield, as a matter of fact, all the way back from positions one through 26. So the top ten, Will Power, Marcus Erickson, Scott McLaughlin, Joseph Newgarden, Pato Award is fifth. Scott Dixon, Takuma Sato, Devlin DeFrancesco, Alex Pillow, Alexander Rossi, the top ten off of turn number two. Mark, you mentioned that very slow start. I do want to report, I saw Renus VK touch the inside wall as everyone kind of brake checked towards the rear of the field, and also Felix Rosenquist. How about the charge? He had to start dead last, Mark, after spinning and qualifying. He looks like he's already made his way halfway through the field. Uh, I thought Marcus Erickson was going to lose a spot at the start, but he was able to gather it back in, and he has a firm grasp on that second position. It now looks as though that fourth place running Joseph Newgarden has designs on trying to catch his teammate at the set up a turn three. Yeah, the gap from Scott McLaughlin back to fourth place running Joseph Newgarden is about six or seven car lengths. Another four back to Pato Award, who again has jumped into that fifth position early in this race. They will rock it out of turn number four. We'll keep an eye on that top five mark as they head once again to turn number one. Just like that, six laps complete, and uh, while he was awfully fast in the fastest seat in sports, he was much faster again. 
getting up to the top of this yeah. grandstand. Our driver analyst, Davey Yeah, Hamilton. about that, man. And thanks to the track for helping me get up to this booth. A lot of stairs to come up here. But first thing I see is is how impressive Rosenquist up 13 positions, yeah. started last, had a problem qualifying, Mark, spun off a of turn two. But, man, what a fast race car he has right now. Like I say, 13 spots up already, only seven race, uh, seven laps in. Now, we saw a couple of drivers, Davey, already take advantage of what they feel is plenty of grip to the high side. Yeah, well, you know, and I talked to Matty Brabham, actually, down there, just who just won the Indy Lights race, and he told me the grip seemed to be up there, Mark, but he didn't want to show Lundquist what he had. So he just stayed low, stayed yeah. low. Then, then he's, and we talked about it on the show. So I think he can't, he's losing ground down there, but he really wasn't. He was just waiting for him to... Uh, He's just waiting for him to, to get the towards the end of the race and make that uh, outside pass, which was a good job. And we watch these cars right now. They're in the middle lane. I, I hopefully they'll run that two lanes and keep it clean. Uh, eight laps complete now. Power, Erickson, McLaughlin, Newgarden, Pottawa, Ward at your top five. We'll go to break. But first, here's the HPD engineering update with Michael Young. We're with Joe Capelli, group supervisor for HPD, and we're a couple of weeks removed now, Joe, from Nashville. What a fantastic weekend for Honda. Scott Dixon getting his 53rd win, breaking that tie for second all-time with Mario Andretti. What a phenomenal moment for Honda. Yeah, we're really excited that uh, he got his 53rd win, uh, especially in a Honda. I remember his first win back in Nazareth way back when, and uh, he wasn't driving for us. So what a great thing to have that driver in our stable, um, beating Mario out for the overall win. I know Mario's not happy, but uh, it's all it's all great. It's all water on the bridge, and uh, we're really happy for, for Scott to reach that accomplishment. And not only Scott now back in the championship hunt, but you have two other drivers still via, viable for getting that championship. you got a good shot at winning again here in 2022. Yeah, it's all about the odds. You know, The more drivers we can have near the top, the better chance we have to win that championship. So having three drivers up there to try to beat those Penske guys is really important for us. We wish you all the best in the race tonight. That is Joe Capelli. Group Supervisor for Honda HPD, and that's your HPD Engineering Update. Lives complete. The Bobarito Automotive Group 500 will power your leader. Marcus Erickson running second. Scott McLaughlin is third. Fourth, Newgarden. Fifth, Award. Sixth, Dixon. Seventh, Sato. Eighteenth, DeFrancesco. Nineteenth, Alex Below. Tenth, Alexander Rossi. Updates from Pit Road, starting with Michael Young. Yeah, lots of chatter on the radios in this first stint of the race, and a lot of the drivers wanting to know where everybody's running. Who's running the high line? Who's running the low line? That's been a lot of the initial chatter. Joseph Newgarden just got on the radio. He wants some more front wing, has some understeer, so too Alex Pillow. Will Power, his spotter's been coaching him through these last five laps or so. You're going to get in traffic in about another six, so be aware of that. So keeping our leader informed of where he sits on the racetrack. Further down pit lane, let's go to Jake Query. As we just completed lap number 20, that means about a third of the way through the stint, if you will. Talk to Mike Cole, who is, of course, managing things for Scott Dixon. He said, ideally, they'd like to go 60 laps on the fuel window, so just about one-third of the way through that right now. Scott Dixon started this race six, calm and composed right now. That's exactly where he's running at the moment. Updates from Pit Road brought to you by Speedway, the official fuel and convenience store of IndyCar. Just like that, we've completed, as Jake Query told you, 20 laps. And Nick Yeoman, it's not going to be too much longer to where Jimmy Johnson's rearview mirrors going to be filling up with the leader, Will Power. Yeah, in fact, Jimmy Johnson makes his way into turn number three now, and there is Will Power, who, uh, again, call it 25 to 30 car lengths, has 
Michael talked about. That's probably pretty accurate. About five or six laps away, it'll be Jimmy Johnson, the first car that uh, Will Power will have to deal with to try to put him a lap down. Then it's Ed Carpenter, Dalton Kellett, and Renus VK. But you're right, Mark. We are about five or six laps away from things getting a heck of a lot tougher for our leader, Will Power. All right, Davey Hamilton, put your race strategist hat on. What are we looking at in terms of uh, the fuel window here? And Jake already alluded to it, but kind of reconfirmed that. Well, these drivers are going to get, hey, get me in as soon as you can. I want new tires. That's what a driver always says. But on these ovals, the best thing you can do, not early, but late in the sit, just in case that that dreaded yellow happens to come, doesn't come out, or it comes out and leaves you a lap down, or even possibly more than one lap down on this 1.5-mile oval. So you want to wait as long as you can. But doing that, too, if you undercut, you come in early, you get new tires, you make up a lot of time as long as that yellow doesn't come out and, and hurt you. Rosenquist, the most aggressive at the start. Eilat, Award, they've all gained a handful of spots here and there. So the separation and the quote-unquote pace we're seeing now, are we, in fact, seeing drivers in tire management mode? Well, I think so. I mean, right now they're just getting a feel for these race cars, knowing that this is the first stint out of many. So uh, they just getting to feel the cars already. As New Guard said, "Hey, I need nose ring." So that's the information. They're just making sure they're safe. Don't you can't win it this early in the race, but you can sure lose it. So they're just giving them the information they need to try to make their car a little bit better. Uh, Twenty-three laps in. So uh, in the, in terms of the stint, we're looking at the fuel range around eighty laps. Uh, the pit window is around thirty-seven laps. So. Since we're at 24-25, are they starting to feel the, 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 the grip go away a little bit on the tires? Oh, yeah, they for sure are. And you can tell by the lap time. Right now, last time by willpower, 26.5. Still a pretty good time. And it's, so the tires are hanging out. But another, I would say another 5 to 10 laps, that's where we're going to see the balance start changing these cars. The tire, the tire grip is going to start falling down. And that's where you're going to hear these drivers screaming to try to come in. But... Most of them know it's a, it's going to be a long window today, long pits. At what point, did what Kyle Kirkwood suggested yesterday, at what point does that start to enter into the equation? I was talking about, you know, the fact that Will Power was just so excited, downright giddy over the grip that was available in that high groove. But the one thing that impressed me about what Kyle Kirkwood uh, it, it mentioned is that, yes, that, that, that second groove will be there. But as the run progresses, there's going to be some dirt, there's going to be some marbles, and it could be a little tricky up there. Yeah, as we see right now, Will Powers, the one that wanted to do that, but you can see he's leading this race, stuck to the bottom of the racetrack, not using that second groove right now to try to pass the lap cars. Lap cars hold him up just a little bit. Erickson's moved in only six tenths of a second behind him right now. Will Power right now, Jimmy Johnson's mirror going down in turn one. Yeah, and Jimmy Johnson got held up a little bit by Ed Carpenter. Carpenter was able to pull away from him. Ed currently running in the 25th position. Jimmy Johnson, 26th, with Will Power and company bearing down on him in the turn number three. Yeah, Jimmy was uh, like hey, we got to go because here comes the race leader, and Ed Carpenter simply didn't have the pace. So Carpenter stays about four or five car lengths ahead of the last place running Jimmy Johnson, and then there's Will Power, Mark. He's about five car lengths away as they barrel into turn one. Erickson has already closed. McLaughlin and Newgarden hoping to be able to do the same. And Carpenter, again, Jimmy Johnson, those guys running 25th and 26th. For now, Will Power not in a hurry to get around him, Nick. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson has had some really strong runs on the ovals at Iowa and Texas. This looking a little bit more like a road and street weekend as he is last and trying to stay on the lead lap. He'll hold about four car lengths over Will Power. But you're right, Mark. Marcus Erickson, Scott McLaughlin, Joseph Newgarden all entering the picture for the battle for the race lead. Jimmy Johnson talked about the fact only having 40 laps here was not 
quite enough in terms of comfort for him. It doesn't look like Will Powers yet to catch him yet into turn three. He is about four car lengths behind. We'll start to see first opportunity for Will Power to experience that arrow wash that you feel when you're behind another car. It's still about four car lengths, and the lead is down to about three car lengths with Marcus Erickson closing in second. Uh, 30 laps complete. So to Nick's point, how about that arrow wash? Yeah, is Will feeling that? That's exactly what he's feeling. You get in that dirty air. The leader doesn't know how his car's going to handle until he finds gets caught up to those lap cars sees what his car does in that dirty air meaning there's something in front of him now it's not full downforce and right now it looks like will powers a bit stuck matter of fact he ran a 27-2 if you recalled right before he caught that lap car he's running 26 twos he's lost a second uh per lap right now in time and nick yeoman i think we could start to enter another player into that mix don't look now but as they exit turn number two behind those guys looks like Pato awards trying to get involved yeah those arrow mclaren cars have been strong we talked about how good felix rosenquist is on the start of the race passing about half the field Pato award has been racy as well that's the battle for fourth it comes out of turn number four joseph newgarden got a nice charge mark he'll open that back gap back up uh, 32 laps complete will power erickson mclaughlin newgarden award the top five. Dixon, Sato, DeFrancesco, Palo, and Rossi, the top ten. David Malukas, 11th, Hurt at 12th, Rosenquist, 13th, 14th, Daly, 15th, Jack Harvey, 16th, Simon Pagenaud, 17th, Calvin Eilat, 18th, Roman Grosjean, 19th, Graham Rahal, 20th, Kyle Kirkwood, Castro Nevis, 21st, Lungard, 22nd, VK, 23rd, Dalton Kellett, 24th, and Carpenter, 25th, Jimmy Johnson, 26th. Those guys are in danger of going a lap down. Time now for a minute with Mario, presented by Ruoff Mortgage. This week, we talk with Mario about what it was like to be a rookie, and we pose the question, what is your favorite track? You know what? Uh, everywhere can win a race. You know, it's and that's a fact. I tried to put up a good front. Uh, you know, a rookie or not, I was. Uh, there's always a apprehension, you know, about uh, the driver. You're always up against somebody that's better than you. And uh, so you just put on your best game face and so on and so forth on that side. And then... You try to minimize the mistakes. A minute with Mario presented by Ruoff Mortgage for a fast mortgage process. Apply online at Ruoff.com. Email your questions for Mario to radio at IndyCar.com. Maybe we will use it on a future broadcast. 35 laps complete. Will Power, Marcus Erickson, Scott McLaughlin, Joseph Newgarden, Pato Award, the top five at the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. Uh, Nick Yeoman, a moment for the leader, Will Power and Jimmy Johnson in turn two. Yeah, Will Power has been struggling to put Jimmy Johnson, the last car, a lap down. He's been working on him lap after lap after lap. Mark, he had a good run down the front straightaway, got to the inside. They drag race into turn number one, and then all of a sudden, Jimmy Johnson gathered it back up, and they raced off of turn two. He washed up the race tag, Jimmy Johnson, that is, and eventually had to concede. But uh, that was quite a battle that I don't think Will Power anticipated. But Jimmy Johnson, Mark, does become the first car lap down now. And Marcus Erickson's gotten around him. Scott McLaughlin's gotten around him. Joseph Newgarden's gotten around him. Could Pato Award do the same, Nick? Yeah, it looks like he's going to try. Jimmy Johnson's going to stick that car to the inside line at the exit of turn number four. Pato Award, he'll get the run. Pull to the inside, Mark. They're side-by-side into turn one. Uh, 42 laps complete. Power, Erickson, McLaughlin, Newgarden, Award the top five. Uh, let's get a couple of updates from Pit Road. Start with Michael Young. 
Yeah, and C.R. Cruz, a spotter for Will Power, that entire sequence when he was underneath Jimmy Johnson was still high, still high, still high, and you could hear the angst in his voice. Will Power complained he's got a little bit of an understeer, but they've been coaching him on where the traffic is and where Marcus Erickson is behind him. They did say on lap 34 that they're halfway on this stint. That would put them at lap, lap 68. I heard the most up and down pit lane of lap 70, so they may do it here on this very first stint. Let's go further down pit lane to Jake Query. Ed Carpenter started this race 25th, runs in 25th, and talking about the strategy of when that number 33 at Carpenter Racing Machine may come to pit road, they told me that they may contemplate coming in early and undercutting if he gets a lap down. So that is the issue right now. If he's on the lead lap, he'll stay on sequence. Otherwise, he, as well as Jimmy Johnson, who's in the pit stall right in front of him, presumably may come in if they're the lap down. This is all to the advantage, perhaps, of Marcus Erickson, because Erickson has the very first pit stall on pit road that would mean if those two undercut Erickson when he comes in when he pulls out of pit road would have at least two pit stalls in front of him that would not be taking service updates from pit road brought to you by Speedway the official fuel and convenience store of IndyCar and Carpenter now the uh, tough driver to try to get around Nick Yeoman uh, the leaders pulling up on him into turn number three and he made it tough on Will Power Power gets around him Erickson blows by so the front two clear Ed Carpenter now it'll be Scott McLaughlin who will try to work his way around. That tightened up the battle for the race lead. They'll spread out down the front straightaway. Here comes McLaughlin. Mark Hill jump to the inside to try to get around Carpenter. And Davey, we watched Ed Carpenter go into turn number three. He's not trying to be in the way, but that car is quite simply a handful to drive. Absolutely handful. Him and Jimmy Johnson and Ed Carpenter are the two uh, cars struggling the most. Kellett's the next in line uh, to get lapped, but right now Ed's Ed just hanging on. If that's the case was, they want to pit. If he goes lap down, that means they're going to be pitting momentarily. Uh, well, there's no question, Nick Yeoman, uh, that uh, you know it was white-knuckle time for a while. First Jimmy Johnson and then Ed Carpenter, but uh, I'm not saying you could relax here on this mile and a quarter, but Will Power, I would imagine the heart rate's gone down a little bit. He can at least breathe a little easier for now. Well, Will Power's probably the hardest-working guy on the racetrack because you're right, Mark. Every one of these lap cars are going to fight like crazy to try to stay on the lead lap. And then once they go a lap down, they're going to let it be a little bit nicer to guys like uh, McLaughlin and, and Marcus Erickson, who run second and third. So Will Power has had to work the last several laps, Mark. Uh, to Michael Young. Our first taker here on pit lane, and it's Jack Harvey for Ray Hall Letterman Landing and Racing. They will service that car, change all four Firestone tires. No changes on that car. A little bit slower. Jack Harvey down and away. Great view of pit road for us, Davey Hamilton. We can see those teams inching ever closer to the wall, and some of them have that fuel hose in hand. Yeah, that's right. Uh, a few of them do. That that stop for Harvey was really bad. Right front tire was really held up. Don't know what happened there, but super slow stop. Not what Harvey needed. He came in in 15th. Right now finds himself in 26th. Uh, lap down uh, with Johnson and Carpenter are going to be hard to make up that lost time in the pits. And Nick Yeoman, he serves as a buffer between the top two into turn number four. Yeah, certainly uh, as they race their way out of turn number four, it is still Will Power, your race leader, Marcus Erickson second, Scott McLaughlin third. Mark, moments ago we had a change in the fourth position. Pato Award with a daring pass to the inside of Joseph Newgarden. He got him in turn number one, so move Award up to fourth, Newgarden back to the fifth spot. Now, Danny, we go back to the start. His teammate Felix Rosenquist had the issues of qualifying. Uh, he had to start dead last. Uh, he's 
plus 13. Hasn't moved up since. So you think there's a, there was some strategy there? Look, in this first stint, get as much as you can, and then maybe the next stint, push the button again. Well, what I like what he did is he went after it. He, went, he used that high line on both sides of the racetrack and just made up some time while everybody was slowing down. He was clear track on that side, speeding up and going around those guys. And, and now everybody's up to speed. Everybody's more equalized out, so he's in that 13th spot. But uh, I'd keep eye on him. So with uh, 50 laps complete, the pace is blistering. Will Power is your leader. Marcus Erickson is second. Scott McLaughlin, Pato Award. Joseph Newgard, the top five. Scott Dixon, Takuma Sato, Alex Below, Devlin DeFrancesco, and Alexander Rossi, the top ten. A quick update from Pit Road with Michael Young. And Rindis VK making his first stop of the evening. That crew will go to work on that. Already taking the tear off off. So clearly lots of debris out here on this one and a quarter mile circuit. A little bit slow. Still waiting. Still waiting, and he killed the engine. Now he got it fired back up. SVK down and away, but a horrible stop. Couple of bobbles on pit road early. Yeah, Danny. first two stops, not good. Right next to each other, by the way, Harvey and VK. Uh, terrible stops. And Carpenter's on pit road. He's a lap down, uh, Jay Query. Carpenter's teammate and co-owner of Re or teammate and owner of Renus VK comes in. Ed Carpenter now waits. They said they were going to undercut it. He goes a lap down. No changes made. A little bit of a bobble on getting that fuel hose out. But Ed Carpenter's down and away. 52 laps complete. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500. Uh, more stops as we speak. Jimmy Johnson, Devlin DeFrancesco have completed service, and they are running side-by-side side along Pit Road. Alexander Rossi, Connor Daly, Graham Rahal all on and off Pit Road, and Davey Hamilton. Redis VK was ordered to Pit Road uh, for a penalty. He has an issue, though, the crew looking into the cockpit. Yeah, it was supposed to be just a drive-through, Mark, but... Um they, they stopped the car. We've seen something happen that first pit stop. He's got issues down there. Uh, Scott Dixon making his way to the attention of the Wolfpack. We see Will Powers' crew has gone over the wall as well. So pit road getting to be a very, very busy place. Elio Castro-Nevis, we see him on and off pit road. The 77 of Callum Eilat makes his way onto pit road. Kyle Kirkwood carrying the sponsorship of the Bomberito Automotive Group on the side pod this year. Uh, we also see Christian Lundgaard coming to the attention of his crew. Takuma Sato as well. And here comes the leader, Will Power, to Michael Young. First stop, and already they said no changes to the car. They will remove a tear-off. Looks like a good stop so far. Joseph Newgard and his teammate in as well. Great stop for Newgard. He will get out right behind Christian Lundgaard. Also, Alex Pelot up in late. Check that that is just still Joseph Newgard. Pelot's coming in right now. David Malukas. That crew goes to work. An extremely busy pit lane. No changes for David Malukas thus far. They get all four tires and fill it up with the building down the way. Jake and a very solid stop for Marcus Erickson. Came in. He loves the feel of his car. There was no conversation about changes. They opted not to take any. Simply fuel and four tires for Marcus Erickson. The Husky Chocolate crew got him down and away. We see Alex Pelot coming to the attention of his crew, Michael Young. Now Pelot in for his first stop of the night. The order of the day, no changes, at least on this first stint. They will remove a tear-off and it could stop. Alex Pelot, his first stop, down and away. And two guys that were waiting to come to pit road in this sequence. We see them laid out across the way. As a matter of fact, one of them making his way to the pit box right now. 
Plus 13, Davey Hamilton. Felix Rose, the quiz, brings the 7 uh, to Pit Road. Yeah, good run for him. We see Grosjean leading right now, but he's going to pit momentarily. But Grosjean, or, uh, but you're right. I mean, that was a good run so far by uh, Rose. And then Felix Rosequist is on and off pit road with routine service. So, uh, again, Renus VK, his car, continues to sit on pit road. Obviously, a big problem with that race car. Yeah, big problem there. We've seen that. Michael seen it, thought he stalled and took off again. But there, there was obviously an issue when he went to the service penalty. They brought it in, and it uh, looks like his day could be done. And so, Roman Grosjean is the last taker in this sequence. And, Michael Young, you're welcome into pit road. He had nine positions in that start of this race and a grip penalty with an engine change, but this crew not deterred. They will pull off his first tear off of the evening and good stop for Roman. Sorry, I've been knocked down. Roman goes out, down and away. Let's go to Jake Query. Stay safe down there, Michael Young, for sure. To Nick Yeoman. Uh, Mark just saw Pato Award make another thrilling pass. He got around the eight machine of Marcus Erickson. Erickson also lost a spot in that pit sequence to Scott McLaughlin. So it's now Will Power, Scott McLaughlin, and Pato Award down the back straightaway, Mark. And both of those uh, Arrows cars hooked up tonight. They David. sure are. I mean, what a great pass. I've seen that as well. Uh, when when uh, we, they mentioned that he's looking to do a pass, what a great pass that was. Uh, by uh, Pato Ward over Eric, uh, Eric, Erickson. 64 laps complete. Your top five, Will Power, Scott McLaughlin, uh, Pato Award, Marcus Erickson, and Joseph Newgarden, the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. Uh, well, green flag stops always make the lineup a bit disjointed. Things have settled out a bit. 68 laps complete. Will Power is your leader. Scott McLaughlin is second. Pato Award is third. Erickson fourth. Joseph Newgarden fifth. Scott Dixon sixth. Sato seventh. Pillow is eighth. Harvey ninth. Francesco is tenth. Alexander Rossi is eleventh. David Malukas twelfth. Thirteenth Colton Herta. Fourteenth Connor Daly. Fifteenth Felix Rosenquist. Sixteenth Graham Rahal. Seventeenth Simon Pagino. Eighteenth Roman Grosjean. Nineteenth Kyle Kirkwood. 20th, Elio Castro Nevis, 21st, Christian Lugard. A lap down, 22nd, Dalton Kellett, same for Ed Carpenter in 23rd, Jimmy Johnson, a lap down in 24th. Callum Eilat, three laps down in 25th. Renus VK, 16 laps down. Updates on those last two drivers we mentioned. Let's start with Michael Young and Renus VK. Yeah, it's clearly an electrical issue, guys. They have the engine cowling off. They're looking at the back of the car, but they're really concentrating on the nose. They took the transponder out, and they're reaching inside of there to try to figure out if it's a throttle issue. But when they dropped that car, it died. He lost all of the lights on that steering wheel, and then it just came back to life. And obviously, he had that penalty, but uh, bad times for Renus VK here at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Jake Query. Robert Hothi is the tire changer on the front left for Caleb Eilat. Eilat was penalized for contact with a crew member. It was Robert. It was his knee that was nicked. But the good news is Robert now is on the pit wall. He is A-OK. -okay, busy texting everybody to let him know that he is OK. So obviously a scary incident, but the good news is no injury. And that was a stop and hold part of the penalty for Caleb Eilat. Maybe that puts him three laps down. Yeah, this. I think it's 60 seconds. Yeah. A big penalty when you, oh, it's 30 seconds when you, you know, you have to be safe. Keep these crew members safe. It's dangerous enough down there as it is. Small mistake, but thank God he's okay. Uh, updates from uh, the pits, by the way, brought to you by Speedway, the official fuel and convenience store of IndyCar. And Nick Yeoman, 
Once we get through green flag stops, there is one irrefutable fact at Worldwide Technology Raceway. The leader from that point forward is always going to be dealing with lap traffic. Uh, and Will Power, as he looks out of the aero screen on that red and black Horizon car, sees probably 12 to 14 cars in front of him, yet he is, Mark, indeed the race leader. And if he looks behind him, he sees two cars who are starting to charge into the mix, two we haven't talked a whole lot about. Scott McLaughlin, who runs in second, he's about four car lengths back. And then Pato Award, Mark, who's been on the charge, he's about five car lengths back in third. And because Will does not have the benefit of that precious clear clean air Davey he's not able to check out to the extent that he did at the start of the race no you know and it doesn't hurt him as long as the people behind him that is McLaughlin Award Erickson and Newgarden they're not catching him either so a tough position to be in as the tires degrade they'll start passing and, and start maybe using that second groove right now but you got to remember it's been they've already ran 75 laps good run so far and uh, that outside lane is a bit dirty the NTT IndyCar Series is moving full speed ahead in the race for equality and change time now to check in with Louisa Maser with this week's segment of On Track with Diversity presented by Gallagher your trusted insurance broker and HRN benefits consultant Aaron Lankins has a vantage point like no other during the IndyCar races this Indianapolis native has a fascination for waving flags and a love for racing like no other how do you believe your role helps our community understand and work with individuals with autism and kind of be that change for our community? Back April 2nd, IndyCar ran a story about my story for World Autism Month, and I got comments, uh, messages, emails from all around the world to have parents email me and say, hey, I was worried, but now I know there's actually a lot of hope for my kid because you've made it here, so if you can do it, Maybe my son or daughter has that chance. And I've had messages from people on the spectrum going, you made it. Maybe I have a chance. So there's always that chance for hope, that betterment. And if you could have seen me in 2003 after I got my diagnosis and got bad information, I didn't think I'd have a chance to get here. And yet, here I am. On Track with Diversity is brought to you by Gallagher. For 95 years in communities across the globe, Gallagher's insurance, risk management, and consulting solutions have helped businesses face their future with confidence. Gallagher. To learn more, visit AJG.com. Uh, we have completed uh, 82 laps of the 260 to be contested. Your top five, Will Powers, Scott McLaughlin, Pato Award, Marcus Erickson, Joseph Newgarden. Not going to be a good night for Renus VK, Michael Young. No, it looks like the day is done. Renus, that first stop looked like it was going well, and then the car died, then it came back to life. What happened? Yeah, so, um, well, I, I think a third into my first run, um, everything froze on my dash, so I couldn't use the wayjacker anymore. I could not hear the shifting tones. I couldn't see the lights. I was doing everything I'm feeling. Uh, didn't really know what what the setup was with the wayjacker, so couldn't push too hard. But then um, coming into pit lane, I had no pit limiter, and I couldn't get into uh, into neutral. So we had that pit stop. It was uh, you know I didn't know if it was a neutral or it wasn't. So. Turned out it wasn't neutral there, so I got into uh, first gear. So that cost me a little bit of time, but then I had a piss speed violation because I had no piss speed limiters. So uh, we tried to do a power cycle, but it's you know it's a bit more complex than that uh, it seems. So yeah, it sucks, but uh, hopefully we can get out there again today and you know get a few few laps in. Hopefully, uh, hopefully get a few points if if some other guys are less lucky, but. 
Yeah, it sucks. The crew took the car behind the wall. How is the track right now? Is there a second groove? I know you were, had all kinds of handling issues, but how is the track thus far? Uh, well, it wasn't running high too much because it was basically uh, well, a lone ranger out there, but... Uh, well, it felt like the, the the second lane was quite grippy. Uh, you know, I was uh, at the start we were we were too wide, and guys in front of us of us too. But the fastest way around is the is the is the tight line. So that's what guys are going to be choosing. And I think once tires drop off, guys are going to start using the outside lane or try to avoid the dirty air. Hopefully, we'll see you later tonight. Yeah, thank you. That's Remus VK, guys. Uh, 88 laps complete. Next time by Nick Yeoman. An interesting dynamic has unfolded after the round of stops. Uh, on one end of the racetrack, we have Ed Carpenter, who's 23rd in a lap down. He has Jack Harvey, Devlin DeFrancesco, and others stacked up behind him. Meanwhile, your leader, Will Power, has traffic that he can't seem to catch at another portion of the racetrack. I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like it, Mark. At any given point, the entire field is using half of the racetrack. It is actually the 16th, 17th, and 18th cars in this long line that run one, two, three. Those are Will Power, Scott McLaughlin, and Pato Award. But uh, again, as Ed Carpenter rockets off of turn number four, he right behind him, Jack Harvey, are just simply slowing down this pace, and it's allowing these leaders obviously to make fuel, but it makes it very tough, Mark, for them to engage in battles for the top spots on this time on the scoring pile. And we are at lap 89, and everyone last stopped around lap 59 or 60. So, Davey Hamilton, we ought to start getting to the point to where things get a bit racier because that grip uh, off of those the Firehawks started to get worn a little bit. Yeah, that's, and that's exactly what happens is the degradation of these tires start to come and we see Newgarden right now getting right on the back of Will Power and I'm sorry, Erickson making that pass on Erickson. It's the replay is not happening right now. He did go on that second uh, line through there and right now, look at this, we got Pato Award working on McLaughlin Nick right it is a battle for second. Pato Award is feeling a little racy. He'll take a look to the inside. He'll show Scott McLaughlin a nose, but McLaughlin slices to the inside. Pato chases it way up the racetrack. That car wiggles, and it opens the door, Mark. Here comes Joseph Newgarden. Newgarden slings by for third. Pato Award's pass attempt falls apart in turn number three. Nick, you better make sure that you have guns loaded before you make a pass like that, because once you get out of sorts, as he found out, it's hard to get it gathered back in. Yeah, he simply showed Scott McLaughlin a nose. He didn't get fully alongside, so when McLaughlin took the air away, up the racetrack went Pato Award. Award now has to regather it in the fourth position. He's fallen about five car lengths behind Joseph Newgarden, and now Marcus Erickson sets his sights on that five car into turn one. Yeah, Erickson is starting to kind of entertain thoughts of getting into that battle. Meanwhile, Will Power is starting to get an idea that Scott McLaughlin might be coming, Nick. McLaughlin now is about four car lengths behind Will Powers. Power continues to stay in the tire tracks of the soon-to-be lap-down car of Christian Lundgaard. Out of turn number four, Will Power with about a seven-car length advantage over his teammate. Uh, Pato Award it appears to have gathered things back in. I don't think Erickson is any longer a concern, but before long, it looks like that Pato Award's fast race car might be a concern for Joseph Newgarden. Well, he passed him once about 20 laps ago. He, now he's going to have to do it again. 
into turn number three. Joseph Newgarden in that blue and white PPG car gets right to the bottom line. He'll stretch out an advantage of about five car lengths over Pato Award as they rocket their way out of turn number four. It's still power. McLaughlin, Newgarden, and Award. Given the circumstances, Davey Hamilton, lap 94, we've seen it all throughout the night when Will Power has to encounter lap traffic. Quite frankly, for whatever the reason, his car is just not responding well when the air gets disrupted. How big of a concern is that? What, if anything, can they do to fix it as this race progresses? Well, I think the situation would be they'll make some minor changes just to make the car better in traffic. And sometimes what happens when you do that, it doesn't make it that good when you're on your own. So as long as nobody behind him is pressuring him, that would be McLaughlin, his teammate, New Garden, Potter, Warden, Erickson. I think he's okay. He's content to stay where he is. I think this is the part of race where most of these drivers are just settling in. They're not. They're trying not to make a mistake. They actually want everybody else to make a mistake so they can take advantage of it. So right now, everybody's behaving right now. Well, and I think, you, you know, you, you have to look at it at this point because this points race was so tight coming into this race. He had a six-point lead over Scott Dixon. Let's face it, he already picked up the bonus point for winning pole. And now, uh, uh, Davey, he's very, very close. I think he's pretty well going to lock down leading the most laps, which is worth more bonus points. Yeah, no, and you, as we know, he's definitely looking at the big picture. He's lost some championships. As we watched Elio Castroneves making another his second pit stop on lap 97. So uh, you're right. He just he's taking it easy, not making any risks. But he and he knows he has some help by having two teammates behind him. Uh, coming up on lap 100, three laps from that, in fact, Power McLaughlin, Newgarden, Award Erickson, the top five, Sato, Dixon, Alex Below. Jack Harvey, Devlin DeFrancesco, the top 10 at the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. Uh, 101 laps complete, Nick Yeoman. A moment for Roman Grosjean. Yeah, Grosjean was trying to get around Simon Pagino in this long line of lap traffic. He got to the inside in turn number three. That car washed up the racetrack. He got into the marbles, Mark. I thought he was headed for the turn four wall. He did keep it off the wall, but he lost a ton of positions, fell all the way back, and he did indeed fall a lap down for Roman Grosjean. And Pato Award has regained the speed that he lost when he bobbled on that attempted pass. He is now in fact, grab the third spot, Davey. Back in that third position, as you said, uh, made it back up. Lost it because he made a mistake on trying to uh, uh, pass the attempt. Got that back. Went back to Roman Grosjean, something that I definitely noticed. As Nick said, got really high. And when he did that, you could see, physically see the marbles flying off that race car, flying in there, telling me there's a lot of rubber outside this line and you don't want to get into it. And, Davey, we see that pit window opening up. You mentioned Elio Castro Nevis on and off pit road. The guy who started it all, Jack Harvey, brought the high V machine onto pit road for service. Yeah, they sure did. Some of the early takers are, are taking some more service now. Leaders are going to be bound at 118 marks, so about 15 more laps to go, I think, before we see the leaders coming Interesting in. Interesting to note, Takuma Sato's been among the front runners, and he's also been among the early takers of the first two stints. Yeah, I think he's just trying a different strategy. There, you know, it has a pretty big window, and this, this, uh, you can either do fuel savings, like a lot of these teams may be doing right now, or just go for it. I think with the lack of passing right now, unfortunately, a lot of these teams are in fuel saving mode. Uh, Michael Young, an update on pit road. Kyle Moyer has been talking to his driver, Scott McLaughlin. They've been talking about the handling of the car. Scott was happy, kind of 
of where he was. Obviously, Pato Award made a move earlier. Now Pato on the charge again. That battle for that second position. Kyle Moyer just radioed and said, let's go up on that fuel to hold that position. We need to go up on that fuel. And Scott McLaughlin said 10-4. Pato Award looking to pick up another position in turn three, Nick Yeoman. It's the exact spot where 20 laps ago it all went away. Pato had to jump out of the throttle, but the good news for Award fans, Mark, he kept it to the bottom of the racetrack. He is going to have to regather it, though, back into turn number one. Uh, and he might want to tuck that into his memory bank and think wiser of that move moving forward. That's twice he's made it. He's been able to save it. He might be wise to not try it in that spot again. It's uh, the turn number one where he picked off Joseph Newgarden a handful of laps ago. So maybe that is the spot. But Pato Award still has a fast race car. Meanwhile, Mark, Scott McLaughlin, he's gotten on the horse. He's just about two car lengths behind our race leader, Will Power, in a one. Yeah, Will Power, Nick Yeoman. i got to believe that he's uh, more than a little tired looking at the rear wing of that 30 card of Christian Lungard. He has followed him for probably 20-plus laps now. Down the back straightaway, Power about four car lengths. The advantage over Scott McLaughlin, another three back to Pato Award. And then Joseph Newgarden creeps into the picture. They all hug the inside line out of turn number four. Once again, the markets will power. He's going to lead another lap here in St. Louis. Uh, Marcus Erickson trying to involve himself in all of this. You talk about Will Power leading another lap, Nick Yeoman. He's now led 104 laps on the night. That's after starting on pole. So he's uh, trying to max out in terms of points tonight. Of course, the big prize is if he gets to victory lane. Yeah, that's 104 out of 109 as we close in on halfway. And as you mentioned, this time of year, those bonus points just seem to loom a little bit more large. He'll lead another one, Mark. The advantage over McLaughlin, still four car lengths. Yeah, Scott McLaughlin is right there, and uh, Davey, he just can't seem to inch any closer to Christian Lundgaard. Lundgaard, by the way, running in the 17th position. Yeah, he pulled out of the pits at the same time Lundgaard, right behind him, just never has had enough speed to get around, and that tells you that new tires are pretty equal, and dirty air is affecting the faster race cars. We see uh, the K-line car Dalton Kelly come in, but it's right now a bit of follow later. It's going to change up here soon. These drivers later in the race are going to start making some attempts, as we see Pato Award do. But you just can't make that mistake. Cannot get on the outside right now unless they clean this track. Well, and let's face it, because of the, the, of the lack of, I'm not going to say it because you'll all point the finger at me if it happens, <laughs> but because of the fact that we've gone green to this point, uh, this becomes more of a strategy race. And, and not just in terms of, of, of tires and fuel, but when you stop for tires and fuel. Yeah, that's right. So there's definitely two different strategies. We see Lungard coming in right now to take his second uh, stop as well. But you're right. It's all about timing and who's going to come in early and who's going to try to stay out late. Obviously, leaders are the ones that always try to stay out late, Mark, and that's what they're doing. We'd love to be in an opportunity to get a, the lap back on that MyJet car. Uh, Christian Lungard, Jake Query's on pit road. Yep, that Lungard machine goes up. They go ahead and make the changes here in terms of the tires. No front wing adjustment yet. Waiting on the fuel. Waiting, waiting. Christian Lungard is down and away, as you had mentioned, to Kumasada, Ed Carpenter, and Jimmy Johnson, the others who have come in off sequence a little bit early here. Uh, good news for him, too, Davey. I mean, they've restarted his contract. He's going to be with them for the foreseeable future. Cool to see that My Jack livery here this weekend. Mike Lanigan, a longtime sponsor and supporter of IndyCar so, Yeah, racing. I love that, and that's a great car. That's a color we're used to seeing when it's a My Jack car out there. Great job. Now, one thing that he may be able to take advantage of, when he came out of pit lane onto the racetrack, it's free racetrack. That means on those new tires, he can make up a lot of time right now, and that's what he needs to do. He's, he's had two kind of a slow stop, so he needs to make up some time. 113 laps complete. Your top 10, Will Power, Scott McLaughlin, Pato Award, Joseph Newgarden, Marcus Erickson, 6th is Dixon, 7th below, 8th D. Francesco, ninth Alexander Rossi, 
Uh, David Malukas in the 10th position. We pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the IndyCar Radio Network. I think the coolest part about Gateway is turn 3 and 4. Like Manning qualifying, it's flat, and we're going on over 190 miles an hour through there. So it's you, you feel the Gs. <laughs> I think the hardest part is that whenever you're following... In order to get a good run out of there, you got to do it as fast as possible. The problem is, whenever you're behind someone, you've got dirty air. So that's where the car gets loosey-goosey on you. Pit stop's underway, Michael Young. Ray Hall just came in, took four new Firestone Firehawks, packed that full of fuel. It took them 6.3 seconds to get that done, Jay Query. ENC Bank Machine of Scott Dixon's in. It goes up. The four Firestone Firehawks go on. Then the tear-off. There was one change to the front wing. Scott Dixon waits for that fuel, and now he is down and away. Updates from Pit Road brought to you by Speedway, the official fuel and convenience store of IndyCar and uh, Navy Hamilton. We haven't talked much about Scott Dixon tonight. Been running around in the seventh-rate position, but that's usually when he's most dangerous. Yeah, that's when he's most dangerous, right? Been t- haven't talked about him. We seems like we always do towards the end of these races. Had a really good stop right there. Put four uh, new Firestones on. Took a turn of no wing out of each side left and right front nose wing so telling me that car was a little too free the back end was not stuck down like he likes taking a little nose nose grip away uh, connor daly comes on and off pit road and maybe he is now officially carrying the flag for ed carpenter yeah tonight. he sure is ed the struggles that he has going on uh, for sure daly finds himself in that 16th position but it is cycled better. He's been running, actually, in the top 10 or 12. Shout out to Devlin D. Francesco, Davey. We've been announcing him in the top 10 all night yeah. long, and he just came on and off. Yeah, great road. great run. He actually has not, not mentioned it a lot, but doing good, consistent. He's been pretty fast all weekend, actually, and, and he's just showing speed. I think it's, you know, a little bit of rumor driver that yeah. may become available. Man, he's trying to step it up. Yeah, so 122 laps complete, and uh, we are Rossi rolling through pit stops right now, and Alexander Rossi is the uh, most recent recent to come to Pit Road as uh, he brings the uh, Auto Nation and Napa uh, livery to Pit Road. And it looks like a routine stop, Davey, for Alexander it, Rossi. Uh, it looks like the car's slow. He think he ran out it's of like fuel. He, did. He, did. he came down pit lane really, really slow. I think he ran out of fuel, had to pit, and then now they had to restart him, and they started him, got it going again, and now you know, he stalled it. Now they're trying to refire him up again. A little vapor lock happens when you run these cars out of fuel. Um, that's what's happening with Rossi right now. But he definitely ran out of fuel. He's barely creeping down pit lane. I know things might change uh, once we cycle through on pit stops. But, uh, boy, I'll tell you what. Uh, the early beneficiary of an early pit stop, no doubt, Takuma Sato, because he has been blowing by cars left and right. Well, the pit window has opened for the leaders. And Michael Young, you'll see two of them slowly coming your way at about 60 miles an hour. Will Power will get to you first. Scott McLaughlin, his teammate, is right behind him. Eyes on Will Power as that crew goes to work. No changes for Will Power. He's been happy with the car thus far. It's almost a picture. I'll call it a picture. Stop. Will Power down and away. Boy, I tell you what, you, you want to talk about a team, uh, a team sport, Davey. It was on display just now between those two teams, those two teammates. Yeah, absolutely. And they came out just as they came in. Both teams really did the exact same timing of a pit stop, but Power ahead of McLaughlin. But what a, what a good good thing to watch right there. It's fun. An extended stop for Alexander Rossi Davey. We'll keep an eye on that while Michael Young calls the stop of Joseph Newberg. He waited a lap later than his teammates to come in. Another good stop, although they had to hold him because the machine of 
of uh, Alex Pillow is coming in. Jake, let's go down to you for that call. And Pata Award with the inherited lead now comes in. That Aero McLaren number five machine goes up. They made two changes on the front wing. They wait for the fuel, and Pata Award is down and away. I know you got your head on a swivel. Any chance, Michael, you see the stop of David Malukas? I just looked, and he's just leaving. I was actually trying to figure out what was happening. So with Joseph Newgarden, Travis Law had to hold him because uh, the uh, Alex Palova, she was coming in, Mark, and as he was coming in, if they would have said him, Joseph would have ran into Alex Pelot, so they held him, and that was maybe going to cost Joseph Newgarden a spot or two out on track. Another one of the front runners coming on and off pit road uh, was uh, the, the car of Marcus Erickson. He's been in contention all day, yeah. and, uh, and, and now we see... Felix Rosenquist is the last one to come on to Pit Road, Davey. Uh, looks like uh, maybe his, his crew is laid out. He comes to Pit Road as we speak. Jake Query is there. Felix Rosenquist, who started last, as we talked about, found his way up into the 15th spot. He now sits. They go ahead. They made a lot of changes to the front wing on the front right, and Felix Rosenquist is down and away. And Davey Hamilton, we see after everything cycles through, who was the big beneficiary of stopping right when that pit window opened up? Yeah, right there, Sato. He's the guy. He he benefited from it. Now, he last pitted on lap 103, where power 124, tw basically 21 lap difference. So Sato is going to have to pit before him. But right now, it could cycle out in this race. I got to do a little bit of math right here. But Sato is in a good position to contend for this win. Jake, anything more on Alexander Rossi? Davey Hamilton was exactly right, and the prognosis is not good for Alexander Rossi. He still sits inside that number 27 Napa machine. He had run out of fuel, and then simply they have not been able to restart it since. So he was able to get to pit road. Then once that engine shut down, they have not been able to refire it, despite, of course, obviously fueling up that 27 Napa machine. They have the rear cowling off. Alexander Rossi sits and waits. Just when you think Lady Luck might start to smile upon him, Davey <laughs> yeah, Hamilton. He had a little bit of luck going. There's no question about it. Finally got in victory lane as we see Newgarden go by uh, Jimmy Johnson again to put another lap down. But that's uh, unfortunate. What happens when you run these cars out of fuel, sometimes it could gold the pump. The, the fuel actually lubes these pumps, and it could do that. Or another thing that they may look into, it may not have run out of fuel. Something else may have happened to cause that. Erickson, Newgarden, Nick Yeoman, they're stacked up behind Ed Carpenter and other front runners. Yeah, they just both had to slice by Ed Carpenter, Jimmy Johnson, and Kyle Kirkwood, and it got awful dicey, but they both got around, so Newgarden and Erickson can now set their sights and start running qualifying laps. Michael Young. Well, after that amazing save, Roman Grosjean comes in for his second stop, and it is a good one. Roman Grosjean, 6.8 seconds down and away. Uh, so, uh, Roman Grosjean makes his stop after he made very, 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 well, he didn't make contact, contact with close. the one, but very close. Yeah. It was contact almost, and and uh, but he did have a lot of debris on those tires. And what happens? It takes two, three laps sometimes to clean those tires up off uh, before you get back up to speed. How about with lap 132 complete? We give you a full field rundown. Takuma Sato is your leader. He last pitted on lap 103. Then you go to Will Power, last pitted on lap 124. He is second. Scott McLaughlin is third. Pottawa Board is fourth. Erickson is fifth. Newgarden is sixth. Dixon is seventh. Alex Pillow is eighth. Jack Harvey is ninth. Uh, Graham Rahal is tenth. Devlin DeFrancesco, eleventh. Colton Herta, twelfth. Thirteenth uh, is David Malukas. Fourteenth, Felix Rosenquist. Fifteenth uh, is Elio Castro Nevis. Sixteenth is Simon Pagino. Seventeenth, Kyle Kirkwood. Eighteenth, Christian Lugard. Nineteenth is Roman Grosjean. And twentieth is Connor Daly. Twenty-first is Dalton Keller. We should tell you from tenth race place running Graham Rahal all the way back to 21st place running Dalton Kellett. All of those drivers are one lap down. 
22nd, Jimmy Johnson, two laps down. Ed Carpenter in 23rd is two laps down. Callum Mylott, three laps down, 24th. Alexander Rossi out of the race. And Renus VK is out of the race, 25th and 26th. Issues Nick Kilman for Scott McLaughlin. Uh, he just was the beneficiary, or I should say. He almost ended up on the wall. It was Pato Award who made a daring pass to the inside. He took that inside line away. McLaughlin was left up in the marbles. And, Mark, I thought that car was headed for the turn two wall. He wrestled it back down to the bottom of the racetrack, but a near miss for Scott McLaughlin. And the problem, Davey, is compounded by the fact because he got up so high, you know he's dirtied up those Firestone yeah, Firehawks. Yeah. It's going to take him a while to scrub them off. going to take a little bit to scrub those things off. He's in jeopardy of losing another spot to Erickson, actually. But exactly right. So, uh, Pato Award, boy, did he ever stick it in there and stick it in there hard. And, and he, he really, that, that was a good pass. But McLaughlin, that happens again. He needs to lift earlier. Just give him the spot because once you go to those marbles, man, your car sometimes never gets as good again. Again, lap 136 complete here at the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. Lap 141 of 260, Bomberito Automotive Group 500 Worldwide Technology Raceway. Takumasato is your leader. A bit different uh, pit strategy than second place running Will Power. Sato last pitted on lap 103, power lap 124. Pottawa Ward is third, McLaughlin fourth, Marcus Erickson at fifth, but Nick Gilman, you're under the impression that Pottawa Ward may have the fastest car on the racetrack. Uh, again, after he made that pass on Scott McLaughlin, he has quickly run down Will Power. Now, of course, passing Will Power is a little bit different than catching him, but yeah, that car looks awful strong. They battle for second out of turn number two. Will Power with about a four-car length advantage mark into turn three. Uh, this caution for event to this point, Davey Hamilton. I'll be the one that'll jinx it. The most <laughs> caution periods back in 1999. There were nine. Uh, we had 88 laps of caution in 1997. The fewest caution periods one in 2000. That yeah. might be in jeopardy. Yeah, it could be in jeopardy right now over halfway through this race. Lap 143 of the 260 laps will be completed, but we still have a long ways to go. Watch a pot or a Sato, actually, he leads this race right now on a different picture. There it goes. Nick Yelvin. Oh, Mark, you jinx. Here goes Jack Harvey up the wall, a racetrack into turn number four, and he has caught the outside wall. It wasn't a big hit, but that car wiggles back and forth with the suspension damage. The yellow flag is out here at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Caution on the course with Tukuma Sato, your leader at the Bobarito Automotive Group 500. First caution of the race, thanks to me. No, actually, thanks to uh, Jack Harvey, Davey Hamilton. You saw the replay. Yeah, basically his teammate, uh, Graham Rahal, was right behind him. I think he was faster than uh, Jack. He was just going to let Graham go by. When he did, he got up just a little too high, got the right sides and those marbles, those dreaded marbles, and he just couldn't control it. Slid up, hit that turn three and four outside wall. Not hard. Looks like a toe link's bent. Uh, they're working on it right now, but I think he was just trying to do his teammate a favor. And it was a, a poised to be a promising evening for Jack Harvey, Michael Young. Yeah, that right rear toe link is damaged. And to add to what Davey tries to explain when these guys get out of the groove, his tires look like shag carpeting full of bubble gum. They're just caked in rubber that he picked up when he went to that outside line to let his teammate go by. But they're working on that right rear and hopefully get Jack Harvey back underway. Jake Query. 
Couple of notes here. First off, Jimmy Johnson, who is running in 22nd, was complaining of understeer badly in the corners. Wanted to know what his teammates are saying about different lines he can try. But he said, I just can't simply get around to anybody once I get in there. In terms of Alexander Rossi, by the way, it was a fuel pressure issue. And they finally got it resolved and sent him back out. But he missed 18 laps, did Alexander Rossi. The leader is Takuma Sato, Mark. They are laid out for him. We'll see whether or not they take to this pit stop opportunity. Scott McLaughlin, Joseph Newgarden among those coming to pit road, Davey Hamilton. Yeah, I, that's Michael. surprising. I thought more guys would come to pit. Michael Young. Yeah, both of them just taking four tires down and away. No changes on either of those cars, but they do have fresh Firestone rubber. Uh, but, Davey, we can look up and down pit road and just a matter of when these teams are going to decide to come because we can look across the way and see there are teams poised to come out. Yeah, I'm wondering why, you know, usually you want to come in as soon as that pit opens and we see other cars starting to file through. Now these must be cars that are lapped down. That's what it is. The leaders, yeah, yeah. Jake? Masato, the leader, comes in. They go ahead and make the changes and put on the Firestone Firehawks. They did not make any changes to the car whatsoever. So Sato, who had undercut just a little bit, comes in, takes advantage, gets four new tires and tops off. And we see Simon Pagino as uh, he pulls into his pit box as Takuma Sato roars on by. Again, Lungard is lapsed down. He is coming on and off pit road. Uh, Dalton Kellett has completed his stop. Uh, Pagino, Elio Castro they have all stopped, and it uh, it doesn't look as though, Davey, that for right now, that Verizon team has any intentions no. of bringing Will Power on a pit road. You know, the two, two mistakes. I mean, two things I was surprised with, that more people did not pit, take advantage of that, because the two more stops after this, I think they could could make it no problem, and but Sato is the biggest, why he didn't pit when the same time that McLaughlin and, and um, Newgarden did, because that would have put him in front of them. Now he is right behind him, uh, so he just gave up a couple of hard positions to gain. Yeah, they they pitted on lap 148, and he pitted one lap later yeah, makes on no lap sense. 149. He came in all by his lonesome. And uh, Nick Yeoman, we talked about the issues. Michael Young gave us a bird's eye view of exactly what things look like in terms of those Firestone Firehawks with everything that Jack Harvey picked. Up, picked up out of that high group. To that end, there have been a parade of sweepers out on the racetrack during this caution period. Yeah, and I can hear IndyCar Twitter right now complaining about why this may be an extended yellow, but I think this is 100% going to be for the show because, let's be honest, Mark, we are on lap, what, lap 150, and that's 150 hard laps where there has been rubber and marbles laid all over this racetrack. So, yeah, I think this is going to be a little bit longer yellow, sweep the entire track to give us that second groove, and then it's no holds barred when we restart this race but certainly there is a lot of rubber that can be cleaned up, and I think IndyCar and uh, the, the track uh, uh, officials here are going to make sure they take some time to clean this thing up here for the stretch run to the checkered flag. And, Davey, there is a slow parade of sweepers uh, making their way, most notably in the high groove between one and two. Yeah, and these drivers, they're going to take advantage of it. A lot of these teams that are going to tell their drivers, hey, it's clean, and we know it's fast up there. Take advantage of that. If you can make up some ground, let's do it and make up uh, some ground in that second line. So uh, now that things have sorted out, uh, we have even more varied uh, pit strategies unfolding. Uh, let's get uh, the latest from uh, the Aero McLaren team with Taylor Kyle, jQuery. Kyle is on the radio with Pato Award. Let's begin with this real quick. Once this caution came out, did it change in any way, shape, or form or cause you to examine your strategy? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, we talked about a couple different options. Obviously, you saw Scott and Joseph 
uh, do what they did. That was the other option. Uh, Us and Will stayed out. So see how it plays out. Otto had said that he wanted to know how the outside line was. I assume pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he rides the high line. You all see it. So if it's open, he'll take it. Appreciate it. That's Tyler Kyle who's going to be on the strategy here for Pata Award. Uh, obviously, want to thank stations for carrying the Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway all across this great land of ours. WWGO in Charleston, Illinois. WBRT in Bardstown, Kentucky. And WBGZ, the big Z, right down the road in Alton, Illinois. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for carrying the NTT IndyCar Series all throughout the course of the season. So, uh, Davey, lap 153 complete next time by Will Power goes back to the point. He sure does. And interesting call. I mean, we looked behind us. Mark, you you noticed behind us. Eh, looks a little sketchy back there, but uh, you, you jinxed in the yellow flag. <laughs> I, I actually liked it, to be honest with you. I think this race needed to be – I think we need this for our fans. I think we need to uh, – Need to have this packed up. I think it's going to be a good restart. Well, Nick Yeoman, I, I looked out the window to the right towards turn one at the back of the grandstand, and there were all kind of folks with their cell phones out looking at the St. Louis skyline. And uh, you have that view just over your perch on the other end of this press box. Yeah, now, see, Mark, I'm the type of guy where I like to just turn around and not look at the bad stuff that's behind me. But, you know, you're right. I mean, we can see it has strong, low-hanging clouds over the city of St. Louis, and it looks like there is certainly some rain that may be blowing into this area. We'll keep our fingers though as for now michael young uh, you just could put that umbrella away for the time being graham ray hall and colton herta nearly collided as graham exited pit lane david malukas also in along with the machine of ed carpenter all of them making scheduled stops uh, clear strategy move davy once the pit opened at the end of this sequence those guys decided to come to pit road for yeah. a splash of yeah, fuel lap down minus nothing no harm no foul i mean just come in and get a full as you can get it and just see how long you can make it and try to play that strategy as well. Uh, they are going to pack that thing full of fuel at the end of this stand and we'll see if uh, if yet another caution is in the offing and there is an old saying about cautions, huh Davey? Yeah, uh, uh, what they, do they do? They tend to breed, don't they? Hey, uh, I, I do want to say uh, a pretty special silver crown race for you last night. Yeah, what a fun night. I had two cars with uh, Davey Hampton Jr. and, and uh, Nathan Bird driving and both did a great job. Uh, DJ led a lot of laps and uh, gave uh, he, he gave a challenge for the win. He didn't quite get it. Ended up second. Nathan Bird ended up fifth. So both cars in the top five. Pretty good night. A pretty historic race going on in Springfield, Illinois tonight. Well, it rained out. It uh, already rained out, unfortunately. They got rain, and hopefully it stays dry here. But uh, they, that race was postponed till October 15th. And uh, there'll be a great crowd in October 15th. That's one of the great races throughout the Midwest. Yeah, absolutely. Always, everybody looks forward to that uh, That Springfield, Illinois. Bettenhausen Classic. Bettenhausen Classic. Yeah, one of the all-time greats. And whether it was in those cars or Indy cars, we love, we love that Bettenhausen family, and uh, it's good to have it in their name. Uh, so, uh, I think uh, we'll be interested in, in just how fast Pato Award is, because he's been fast up until this point. We'll see if he's able to challenge Will Power. Nick Yeoman set the field as they come to turn number four. It's going to be Will Power and Pato Award 1-2. The third and fourth place car in line as we get no start are going to be lap cars. Those are the lap cars of Felix Rosenquist and Devlin Francesco. The third place running car, Mark, is going to be Marcus Erickson. He'll be fifth in line. Then you've got two more lap cars, Grosjean and Kirkwood, and the fourth place running car of Scott Dixon. Michael Young. 
Repairs have been made to Jack Harvey's car. He's back and got himself out before the field came across the start-finish line. And Ron Rizuski, who makes the calls for Will Power, has been on the radio the entire time this caution has been out. He said, save as much fuel as we can. You're going to be out and in clean air. And I'll tell you right now, if we can run these laps and get another 40 to 45 out of a mark, he could do it in one more stop. Uh, David Malukas is currently in 11th place, and he is the last car on the lead lap. Nick Yeoman, let's do a reset. Try it one more time. Again, it'll be Will Power and Pato Award. One, two in line. Then two lap cars of Rosenquist and Devlin Francesco. The third place running car is Marcus Erickson. He is fifth in line, but it will again be Power and Award, Mark. They may get those elbows wide. Here comes Will Power out of turn four. Rosenquist is actually running 12th, and he is a lap down, so you know he's going to be plenty aggressive in trying to unlap himself. They see Marcus Erickson bottled up behind him and Devlin Francesco. Meanwhile, Pato Award with a strong run up a tournament two down the back straightaway. Absolutely fearless. Pato Award uses that outside line. He rockets around Will Power out of tournament two. New race leader. It's the driver for Arrow McLaren SP. It's Pato Award and Mark, he's already opened up a five-car length advantage. Pato Award, new race leader. Shot out of the proverbial cannon and a lot of Pato Award fans are on their feet. They're pumping their fists as he roars into turn number one. He's opened it up to a five-car length lead in the exit of turn number two over Will Power. Further back, they're going side-by-side. Joseph Newgarden just picked up a pass on Scott Dixon, but up front, Pato Award has extended his lead to about six car lengths over Will Power. Then you've got those two lap cars of Devlin Francesco and Felix Rosenquist. Marcus Erickson runs in third, but it is still Pato Award across the start-finish line. Joseph Newgarden has tried to track down Alex Pelot. They crossed the start-finish line nose-to-tail. That is the battle for the fifth position. Newgarden wants it. Pelot has it. Joseph runs a half a groove higher off of turn number two. He'll tuck in behind him now at the midway point of the back straightaway. Newgarden's got those fresher tires. He's got a nice charge down the back straightaway. They go wheel to wheel. Joseph doesn't lift, and Alex Pelot does. Newgarden rips around the outside. Joseph Newgarden picks up another spot mark out of turn four. It was almost like he pulled the ripcord on the parachute that Joseph Newgarden was able to get around him so quickly. A bit of a bobble for Pato Award, but he gathered it quickly back in. He set sail for turn number three. He's got about a five or six car length advantage over second place running Will Power again. Then you've got two lap cars. Then the third place running car of Marcus Erickson, another lap car. And then you've got the cars charging on fresh rubber, Newgarden and McLaughlin. McLaughlin's going to take a look to the inside. He's trying to put Roman Grosje on a lap down. Yeah, Erickson is going to have a lot of work to do along with McLaughlin, Nick Yeoman, because you've got Devlin Francesco and you've got Felix Rosenquist. Those are the guys that are a lap down in front of him. Battle for the fifth position into turn three. Joseph Newgarden trying to get around his teammate. He's going to go to the outside of Scott McLaughlin. He'll pick off McLaughlin. He'll get Grosjean, too. Joseph Newgarden, the two-time IndyCar champ. Mark, now he's looking to the outside of Erickson for third. An unbelievable lap by Joseph Newgarden. Tries to go to the high side to Marcus Erickson. We'll see if he can make the pass, Nick. He does. He'll stay to the high side of Devlin Dean Francesco. Joseph Newgarden on, way, on rails. A midway point in the back straightaway. Fresh Firestone, so important here on these ovals. Newgarden, one more lap car to dispatch of. That is Felix Rosenquist. He looks to the outside, but Rosenquist is too strong. Newgarden, though, down the front straightaway. Marky moves to the inside. He'll make that pass. Only two cars ahead of him, and they're the race leaders. Joseph Newgarden.
Martin has the fans on their feet. He's looking to the high side of, of the next victim in front of him. That's his teammate, Will Power. Tucks in behind him. Now he'll look to the bottom side into turn number three. He'll pass Will Power like he's standing still. Joseph Newgarden into the second position. Now he'll set his sights on Pato Award out of turn number four. Award the advantage about two car lengths. He'll hold them off, Mark, into turn one. He goes to the high side. Joseph Newgarden, we've seen his car work. And Nick Yeoman, what a strong move into turn number one by Joseph Newgarden. It's like he's playing a different sport out there. Joseph Newgarden has rocketed his way to the race lead over Pato Award. Award trying not to go away. Mark, he'll stay in the tire tracks, but it's a four-car length advantage. The two-time IndyCar champion, Joseph Newgarden, back looking for a fourth win here at Worldwide Technology Raceway. I don't think guys have ever run that well in a racing simulator. No, I you, that was unbelievable. Looks like Pato almost lifted just to let him go because he flew around there so much faster. That second group was obviously good right now. We see Sato making some time in that second group as well. And Davey, the bottom line is he's the beneficiary of 20 fewer laps on those tires. Yeah, that's right. That makes a difference right there. And I mean, some bravery too and some confidence. Man, that car has absolutely sucked this racetrack. Not only that, he's already checked out in two laps, 1.6 second lead, just leaving Pato Ward in the dust. Uh, well, his teammate, Will Power, talked about, uh, you know, when they when they did that special session trying to rubber up that high groove, Will Power was one whose eyes lit up over the fact that there was a tremendous amount of grip up there, and we just saw that by Joseph Newgarden. Yeah, absolutely, and here's a little replay, but we've seen him, and it does look like, I tell you, Pato Ward, I think he said, you know what, I'm not going to challenge him, I'm just going to, I'm going to make sure I don't jeopardize either one of us, I got, I'm in second, and I'm not, I'm not going to fight him for it. Uh, well, I, I mean, a little bit, Davey, let's face it, I mean, with 20 uh, less laps on tires, Pato Ward's bringing a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, he sure is, and how about this, already, since we've talked, two more laps have gone down, one more second, he stretched that lead out by Will Power just trying to stay in between those two SP McLaren cars right now. Uh, so now, compare the strategy. Where do Newgarden and McLaughlin stand? They last pitted on lap 148. So where are they <laughs> with 92 laps to go in comparison to Award and, and Power and Erickson and Pelot who all pitted in the mid-lap Well, they're in the catbird seat. They got new tires. They got fuel fuel. They can go longer than anybody else. So no matter what happens, they're, they're in better shape than everybody else. Also throw Sato in there. Sato's at 149. McLaughlin and Newgarden, those are the right now the guys in the, in, in the best positions. And it wasn't that long ago we were looking up at the, the, the ever-updating points possibilities and uh, we saw Will Power. He saw that advantage at one point swell to, I think it was, uh, you know, uh, 17, 18, 19 points, and yeah. now it's, it's, it's back down to 10. It's back down to 10. That's right. He had a nice lead right now. Newgarden swapping that position right now. Oh, actually, he moves up two positions. Uh, from fourth to second right now if the race was to end. Moving Scott Dixon down one, only 19 points back. The way I see this right now, there's five. I always said going into with three to go or coming out of it with only two to go after this race, you need to be within 50. That leaves five people for that championship. That'd be power. It'd, it'd be Newgarden. It'd be Dixon, Erickson, and then number 10 car, Pillow. And, and one of the things that we mentioned earlier, Nick Yeoman, is the fact that, uh, you know, while he might not win the race, it's always important when it's this tight to maximize on bonus points, and it looks like if nothing else, even if he comes up with a podium finish, Will Power is going to do that this weekend. I mean, it's been the most unconventional championship-type campaign we've ever seen from Will Power. So uh, we have seen over the years there are more than one ways to win a championship, and Will is trying to do it with consistency and absolute. Mark, maximizing those opportunities. Michael Young. Uh, that was pretty brilliant. Tim Cedric, race strategist for Joseph Newgarden. How about that move by your driver? 
obviously he was on the gas. I think he was just uh, tired of saving fuel all day and uh, was able to make it all work. Thankfully, we got through the pack without him having a problem. Obviously, the Firestones were the key there, and he was able to drive right around his teammate, Will Power, and Pato Award. What's the strategy for the remainder of this race? And obviously, we're feeling cooler air and maybe some clouds coming in. Yeah, everybody's got one more stop. Obviously, we can go as far as anybody can, as far as where the weather falls out. But... Um, Really now is just keeping your nose clean and trying to protect the lead, but uh, it's not over yet. This thing's always different. Still a nice call. Good luck the remainder of the way. Thank you. That's Tim Sidrick, race strategist for Joseph Newgarden. 87 laps complete. Joseph Newgarden, your leader. Potable Ward is second. Will Power is third. Scott McLaughlin is fourth. Marcus Erickson fifth. Alex Below is sixth. Scott Dixon seventh. Takuba Sato is eighth. David Maluka is ninth. Colton Herta is tenth. Ray Hall is eleventh. These drivers are a lap down. 12th, Felix Rosenquist. 13th, DeFrancesco. 14th, Grosjean. 15th, Daly. 16th, Kirkwood. 17th, Pagino. 18th, Castro Nevis. 19th, Lungard. 20th, Dalton Kelly. 21st, two laps down, Jimmy Johnson. Ed Carpenter, two laps down in 22nd. Gallo Mylot, three laps down in 23rd. Uh, Jack Harvey, 12 laps down in 24th. Alexander Rossi listed as 18 laps down 25th. And the only car listed as officially out of the race, Renus VK, who completed 53 laps. Seven leaders, nine lead changes. One caution for 12 laps at the Bomberino Automotive Group 500. Uh, just about to complete lap 180, which will leave us 80 to go. Joseph Newgarden, McLaughlin, Award, Power, and Eriks in the top five. Below, Dixon, uh, Malukas, Sato, Graham Rahal, the top ten, and Nick Yeoman high atop uh, the exit of turn number four. Uh, conditions ever-evolving here at uh, Worldwide Technology Raceway. Uh, we had windy conditions going back to the Indy Lights race. Uh, give us a bit of an update. We feel it any different? Yeah, I mean, the temperature uh, seemingly has dropped here a couple degrees here in the last uh, 20 to 30 minutes. Keep looking over our shoulder, and there's definitely some rain systems in the area. They're starting to get a little bit larger, but nothing threatening quite yet, Mark, so we'll keep those fingers crossed. Yeah, certainly keep those fingers crossed, Davey, and uh, you can bet now we've reached the point where not only are those race strategists kind of putting, uh, you know, pen and pencil to paper and uh, dialing numbers, crunching numbers on those computers, if you will, as well, but uh, they know that this weather may very well factor into some of their decision-making. Yeah, let's hope that it doesn't, but you're exactly right, and what the situation is, is surprising that not everybody pitted like New Garden uh, and and his teammate McLaughlin and Sato did. I was really surprised at that because now they're in the catbird seat as I say. The other teams are saving fuel to make one more stop and they're, 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 the window's very, very small to where those three drivers went right to the front or at least two of the three went right to the front with those new tires. They could, they could pit where they want to. They could let all the other tire drivers pit and then as soon as that cycle's over, making sure a yellow doesn't come out, they could come in and pit uh, and, and not to worry about losing a lap. Uh, Scott McLaughlin a while ago dispatched to the car of Pottawa Ward, and now Pottawa Ward has another set of worries. The Verizon car will power into turn number three. Yeah, and those cars uh, simply do not have the pace to match Newgarden and McLaughlin. In fact, they're about a half a lap behind our race leader, Joseph Newgarden, but it is Pottawa Ward who has that third spot for now, Mark, but about five car lengths behind the guy who dominated the first half of the race, Will Power. And those guys are pretty comfortable because the driver currently running in the fifth position, Marcus Erickson, is well behind them. In fact, Nick Yeoman, he's got some other lap cars to deal with before he could ever hope to get involved in that battle. 
In fact, it's a bit of a Ganassi party right there as Marcus Erickson uh, runs into turn at number three. He is that driver that is in the fifth position. Sixth, about uh, four or five car lengths behind, is his teammate Alex Pillow. And behind Pillow in the seventh position is Scott Dixon, about ten car lengths behind down the front stretch. Nick, it's not really a surprise that Will Power is not able to do much, at least for now, with Pato Award because all throughout the course of this race, when he was leading and leading in rather dominant fashion, Nick, whenever he would catch to the rear of the field, his car just does not like dirty air. Yeah, we haven't seen Will Power make a lot of passes today. Now, to your point, as the race leader, you don't have to pass anybody for position, but you're right. Uh, Will can never get more than about four car lengths behind somebody, whether it be for position or a lap car, before that car mark all of a sudden starts to slow up in the apex of one and two or three and four. Michael Young. Yeah, one of the unfortunate things about being out front, remember, Will Power had trouble passing cars once he got to the rear of the field. He has not made any changes to that car thus far, so maybe adding a little more of that front wing or helping himself get around some of those slower cars maybe it did to it his advantage but obviously with no changes it's hard to see where his car is especially the latter portion of this race i, I guess if you're well powered davy and uh, you know that you're not going to be able to do anything with Pato award when you catch him and you're not really being threatened by marcus erickson there's no reason to cause undue stress and strain on those firestone fire no bugs. no just take it easy take it easy on those because like i say you're in a really, really good position and that one another car we kind of missed a little bit a pit on 153 that's malukas he's he finds himself right in front of his teammate sato in that eighth position and he he has he has more fuel than everybody so that's another driver that if it uh, you know could have a you know a good opportunity to wait till everybody pits and if yellow comes out um, he's not jeopardized. Erickson, Malukas, a couple of those guys that we typically refer to as quietly efficient most uh, most races. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly right. As we just see the A.J. Foyt Bombardito uh, number 14 car uh, come off. Great to have them sponsor A.J. We've seen Kirkwood come out of the pits. A little fire as we see him uh, peel out of there. Not having a great day in that car, but... Uh, He's still on track. Yeah, Kyle Kirkwood normally is uh, is three laps down, and uh, obviously uh, this is uh, the last couple of races he's got to run with AJ Foyt before he returns uh, uh, to Ed Reddy Auto. That's right, Scott Dixon, uh, one of the first takers. We know that was going to happen. Um, now, right now, with 260, he has a long stint on fuel. Don't know if he can make it on one more. He's going to he saved a lot of fuel if he's going to make it to the end. Jake Query. As a matter of fact, Mike Holland said an ideal fuel window would be 60 laps. This would call for 70 for Scott Dixon. They did make a slight wing adjustment and then sent him back out. So we'll see what that means in terms of Scott Dixon on what should be the final step here. Not sure if Connor Daly got a little too high or what, Davey, but he's currently running in the 16th position, but he got woefully slow between one and two. Yeah, I didn't see that. Now Jimmy Johnson's going by him on the inside, so must have got out of that line, found a few marbles. Um, as we see Plo coming on pit lane right now. And Michael Young will call that stop for the American Legion machine of defending series champion Alex Below. Ricky Davis has his driver, and he will go to work on that front right tire. Alex Below, final stop of the night. Came in the same time as teammate, actually one lap later than Scott Dixon does. No changes to that car. Alex Below is down and away. And again, we've reached to the point where the pressure's on these race strategists, Davey, to make sure that you come into the proper time. Yeah, the Ganassi team and the strategy they have just at the same good all three teams coming in right now last one 194 just too long on fuel stint. they need some yellows to help them or something to try to help them so they don't have to conserve so much fuel watching the car of marcus erickson come uh, on and off of pit road davy he just came in for routine yeah service. that's a, the third of those ganassi cars like i say not 
not the best of strategy today for the Ganassi team. They, the, the gamble they took just didn't work out with that yellow. And it's interesting to note that, uh, you know, those those cars, uh, Davey, as you can see, you can literally see it as we look out the window. You can literally see the different lines that they take through the turns when they get to the end of that stint. Those tires are gone. They start, that's exactly right. Start moving around, hanging on to those cars, see them sliding off that bottom of uh, the racetrack as we watch a new garden who has the newer tires able to stick right to the bottom of that racetrack. Will Power has been running in the top five after leading 128 laps early, Michael Young. Well, let's see if he can make it to the end of the race and make this his final stop. The final tear-off coming off, keeping an eye on any changes to that front wing. They're taking no wing in or out. Will Power got it away for the final time. We see Devlin DeFrancesco, who's had a, a serviceable day, Davey. He's been in the top ten most of the day, most recently. Been running in the top 13 or 14, but a solid run for him. Yeah, no, a solid run. Really been, uh, you know, not haven't talked about a lot just because he's just kind of been there, but been there in a good position and, and very competitive. So uh, we see uh, both of the uh, Errol McLaren cars uh, starting to entertain thoughts of uh, coming on to pit road. As a matter of fact, we can look across the way and we can see both crews, uh, Pato Award and Felix Rosenquist. Rosenquist, again, had the issues in qualifying, which forced him to the rear of the field. Overall, he is plus 17 all the day, but needs a little bit of luck in order to be able to unlap himself and get himself back in contention. He's been running around the 12th or 13th position. Maybe a lap down most of the night. Yeah, here comes Pato Award, the one that uh, had those wore-out tires. And right now on those, let's watch Pato stop. Jay Query. Pato Award brings in that number five Aero McLaren machine. Keep in mind how much he likes being on that fresh rubber and using that outside line. No changes yet to the car. They make no change whatsoever. They wait for the fuel. Buckeye stuck for a split second, but now Pato Award returns to the fight. A really long stop for his teammate Felix Rosenquist. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Rosenquist has been, look, he's going to, you know, back to we know he's on the hot seat, but man, I think he's done a great job today. To turn forward, Nick Yeldon. Yeah, Mark, we've talked about those issues for Connor Daly. There is something seriously wrong. The pay completely gone on that race car. It used to be that he was just getting passed, and now he is getting freight trained left and right. Jimmy Johnson goes flying by. That car looks like it's going about 40 miles per hour slower than just about everybody on the racetrack right yeah, now. Yeah, you can re reaffirm that by the lap time. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I don't know what's going on. 32-second lap right there where everybody else is running 26-second lap. So if he got up high and can't get the marbles cleaned up, he needs to come up as quick as he can, get some fresh tires on that car. And uh, we can see Joseph Newgarden moments ago go enjoy the lead of 4.6 seconds, Davey. That's been whittled down to about 2.8. It sure has. And so uh, his teammate, McLaughlin, coming on. Uh, not too big of a wor worrisome right now, but look at Malukas and Sato. They're all in that same strategy. Find themselves in that top four. That's cars that don't have to save fuel. They're going to be able to go full fuel for the rest of this race. Uh, I think it's going to be mixed up between those four who's going to win this. Michael Young. I hate to say it, guys, but I did notice as I'm standing here on pit lane, I felt one or two little droplets of rain, and there may be a cell starting to make its way to Worldwide Technology Raceway. And, Nick Yeoman, there are some that are speculating that it may be as little as 10 or 15 minutes away. You, too, have a great view of the west, which is where the system is approaching from. Yeah, the wind has definitely picked up. Uh, when it hits first, it looks like it's going to hit in turnover 
before, but you can really start to see this storm system starting to move in, Mark, uh, again, moving over the turn four part of the racetrack. I have not felt any raindrops quite yet, but visibly you can see it. It is rolling in, so we are racing the clock here with 57 laps to go. And clearly an issue for Connor Daly and Davey. They finally brought into pit road. Yeah, looking at something down towards the axles and the gearbox, right side, right rear of that race car. Obviously, they see something wrong. They're trying to to work on it, see if they can get it fixed, but the day's basically done as we see Grosjean make his final pit stop. Yeah, Roman Grosjean and uh, that Napa livery and um, some issues for him uh, resulted in him going two laps down early, Michael Young. Yeah, what could have been for Roman Grosjean did look very well in the qualifying portion of this race, had to serve that penalty, as we mentioned before, but a good final stop. Roman Grosjean away for the final time. Yeah, two laps down, as we mentioned, he'll go at least another lap down, because it is about a lap and a half here, David. That's right, about a lap and a half if you have a really good pit stop, and that depends on that uh, the leader's held up in traffic, but it's lap and a half is usually the number. And right now, New Garden, let me see here, uh, Mark, I think everybody's basically pitted except for those that came in late. We're talking Herder, Real Sato, Malukas, McLaughlin, and New Garden, the leader of this race. So uh, they're safe to pit now. I mean, they're, they have a lap on the entire field, uh, plus some, so... Those are the drivers right there to keep eye on. I mean, good strategy on all their parts. So it's Newgarden, McLaughlin, Malukas, Sato, Rahal, and Herta. Those drivers all pitted between lap 148 and 153. Pato Award pitted on lap 197. Pagino on lap 148. And so now the hand is being shown by, among others, Scott McLaughlin and Will Power. Boy, McLaughlin, he came in awfully fast, but he was able to get it woed up uh, before he got to the commit line. Hasn't led any laps yet this evening, Michael Young, but Scott McLaughlin has certainly been in contention all day long. Kyle Moyer just got on the radio and said, come in this time, come in this time. Joseph Newgarden's crew has laid out, and for the final time, we... The final time we will see Scott McLaughlin make a pit stop here at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Everything good so far. He'll have that fresh rubber. Scott McLaughlin down and away. Scott McLaughlin is down and away, and he's going to come off of pit road as Joseph Newgarden comes on to pit road. So you'll jump up a couple of pit, pit boxes, Michael Young, and call the pit stop of the leader, Joseph Newgarden. What a brilliant call by his race strategist, Tim Sidricks. Joseph Newgarden, final time tonight. The guys have to be perfect. Travis Law holds his driver. They pack it full of fuel. He's down and away. And Nick Yeoman, let's take a look at uh, where he's going to cycle back in as he gets ready to come off of pit road and head for turn number two. Scott McLaughlin is making his way into turn number one. This is going to be awful tight, Mark. Newgarden trying to blend his way back onto the racetrack. Here comes Scott McLaughlin. He's got the charge and he's going to pass Joseph Newgarden as they head into turn number three. One timing on that pit stop. There's the undercut. There's the undercut right now. One lap difference in tires and heat and it was able to get McLaughlin to the lead. That's that's what undercuts do and one lap makes that much of a difference. Great call on the stop by race strategist Kyle Moyer. Let's get an update on the fate of Connor Daly from Jake Query. The issue was simply this. He had a problem with the paddles on the steering wheel. Couldn't get it into the proper gear. That's why he couldn't find that speed. That's why Nick Yeoman noticed he was off the pace. Connor Daly came in. They got it fixed. Sent it back out. Uh, so now Davey Hamilton. We've got four guys we're waiting to see come to pit road. David Malukas has cycled to the lead. Sato, Rahal, and Herta. Those four cars. Yeah, as we see Sato going a lap down right now. Pretty much takes him out of the game to be able to win this race. Yes, he's up there. He's going to have a decent finish, 
But Malukas, uh, we, I expect to see him coming in any time. Yeah, and it uh, looks as though we can look up and down pit road. And those uh, cars and drivers that have not stopped Michael Young, do you see them kind of milling around in their pit boxes, getting ready for stops, Michael? Oh, there's no milling. David Malukas' crew is ready to go. They are waiting for this, his, their driver as they start to look down at the exit, or I should say entrance of pit lane out into turn number four. He begins the wave. His crew chief makes it down into the crew and here comes David Malukas for the final time a nice run down pit lane and Malukas hits his marks perfectly they'll go to work on that car and David Malukas the final stop of the evening with their final tear off no changes to the car as of yet oh a little problem with the front right tire but he's still down and away and Takuma Sato was coming off and off, on and off pit road Davey he just made a stop he just made a stop right behind his teammate Malukas and uh, Malukas did beat him out they come out the same rifles Ray Hall to the lead of this race, but he's going to be pitting momentarily as well. Yeah, we, we know he is. We can look across the way and we can see grab Ray Hall's crew as laid out. As a matter of fact, Michael Young, he's coming into your view now. Yeah, all these drivers that are pitting right now came in on that caution, including Joseph Newgarden, Scott McLaughlin, David Malukas, Takuma Sato, near perfect stop for Graham Ray Hall. They're still packing that full of fuel. Seem to have taken a little longer, but still, Graham Ray Hall's away. And we know that Colton Herta has stopped as well. So, Nick Yeoman, you called the battle off of pit road, and with 48 laps to go, Nick, you called Scott McLaughlin going to the lead. McLaughlin now trying to get around Alexander Rossi into turn number one as Joseph Newgarden just about two or three car lengths behind. McLaughlin struggling to get around Rossi. Now Rossi moves to the inside, but Market is shaping up for a two-horse race at the front. McLaughlin and Newgarden with 47 laps to go. Yeah, Alexander Rossi gave both plenty of room, and we saw how hooked up Joseph Newgarden was earlier on fresh tires. Both are on fresh tires now as we have caution on the course. We have caution on the course, and we think it is because of a little bit of moisture falling here with 214 laps complete at the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. Okay, uh, so red flag conditions. Uh, the rain has picked up in intensity, and so this one is going to be stopped, and uh, race strategist Kyle Boyer may have made the call, Davey Hamilton, if this thing gets uh, red and checkers, uh, his uh, race strategy may have given this race to Scott McLaughlin. It, absolutely. What a great call. One lap pit and one lap earlier. That undercut had, had fresh tires. One extra lap over teammate Newgarden made all the difference in the world. Good call by them. You know what? The other teammate's going to love him as well because what happened when Newgarden was leading the race, he only had an eight-point lead over Newgarden in the championship. Now Power would have a 17-point. Uh, let's, go, let's go talk to Cobb Moyer right now. That's a pretty... Fantastic call on your half, uh, on your part, to bring your driver in a lap earlier than Joseph Newgard. He got him out in front of him, and Scott did an amazing job. I know you're not going to take all the credit because your driver had something to do with that, but well done. Well, he had everything to do with it. You know, we were get, we just cut the back of that traffic there, and we just thought there was a chance maybe, you know, um, to, to do an outlap like that, especially with a guy like Joseph against you. I mean, kudos to, to Scotty. I mean, that's how good he is. And he, Again, I keep on saying the kid's just learning and everything. The problem is he's learning from Will and Joseph, some of the best that are in the business. So, But, you know, the Odyssey battery car has been great all day. We had to save some fuel there. It was making us not upset or anything. It's just not fun racing. Then all of a sudden it's like, hey, we're going to do this pit and then go. Joseph did the same thing. You can see how good the Team Penske cars are. We talked in Iowa. You said, remember, this kid's still learning all this, and to see what he's done today, what he did in Texas, what he did in Iowa is very impressive. 
Yeah, no, I mean, he's a champion, isn't he? Um, he he's, a, he's a world champion down under, and uh, I think eventually he'll be a world champion here. Tell me how much the rain played a factor in this final call and you bringing him in when you did. Uh, a little bit, but not as much. It just sort of seemed that there wasn't that many calls in the lead lap, and it's, you know, I'll be honest, we just got tired of saving fuel. Well played. Anyhow, good luck the rest of the way. Thank you. That's Kyle Moyer, race strategist for Scott McLaughlin. Uh, well, he's had a hand in more than a few wins over the years, uh, for sure. Uh, a great call by Kyle Moyer. Let's go to Jay Query. Okay, so Taylor Kyle is on, of course, the radio for Pata Award, and right now slotted in third. We'll see what happens. I want to begin with this. How much do you guys take me through the strategy when we all knew weather was a possibility with precipitation? How much does it factor in? Yeah, I mean, it's a factor for sure, but... Uh... You know your first your first priority is what's happening right now. You can't you can't totally predict the weather, um, but you know we're looking at it and it, it is a factor for sure. But we didn't expect it to come till about now, so we figured everybody would cycle through regardless of their choice. You know the one thing about it is I, I was curious to see what Pato was going to do on fresh rubber, right? Because we know how brave he can be. Were you guys in a position now? I think he's talking to Pato Award right now, so we shall see. The rain is really starting to come down a little bit more heavy here at Worldwide Technology raceway and now there is apparently lightning so this may actually do it taylor i'll let you talk to these guys and we'll get to cover appreciate the time thank you jake all right there we go that's taylor kyle again pata award sits third right now is all of a sudden mark things have gotten just a little bit uh, more dicey here in terms of mother nature here at gateway uh well and we certainly uh, insist that both you and michael young uh, head to the media center because uh, there have been a couple of flashes of lightning and um you know safety is uh, paramount for sure and uh, hopefully uh, what system that is, has fallen here, settled here, uh, will move through quickly and uh, we can get the rest of this race resumed. 43 laps to go, 217 complete with this red flag due to weather. Scott McLaughlin is your leader. Joseph Newgarden currently second. Pato Award, Will Power, David Malukas the top five. Takuma Sato sixth. Erickson seventh. Scott Dixon is eighth. Graham Rahal is ninth. Alex Pelot is tenth. Uh, Colton Herta, 11th. Grosjean is 12th. Felix Rosenquist is 13th. Should mention that starting with Herta in 11th, all of these drivers are a lap down from this point forward. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, 14th. DeFrancesco, 15th. Pagino, 16th. Castro Neves, 17th. 18th is Kyle Kirkwood. Two laps down in 19th, Lundgaard. 20th, Dalton Kellett. Two laps down. Three laps down is Ed Carpenter. Callum Eilat in 21st and 22nd. Seven laps down in 23rd, Connor Daly. 13 laps down, Jack Carvey in 24th. 25th, Alexander Rossi, 19 laps down. The only driver officially out of the race, 26th, Renas VK, Michael Young. And for Kyle Kirkwood, finding shelter from the rain as we await this, uh, what is basically a light sprinkle, not even quite a shower yet. Final stop that you had, we saw the car catch fire, obviously some fuel there. Walk us through the, did you even know it was on fire? Yeah, I, I noticed uh, after they started screaming, go, 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 like that, uh, very abruptly, I think I caught as I was launching. I could smell it, um, and I saw the last little bit of it as I was going, but it went out. Um, usually when you get up to speed, that happens. So um, it happened to me at Indy Road Course, too, similar situation. But, um, man, the track got really fast there right before that rain come. I think started to get a lot more down for us, and everyone got really racy, especially after that one restart. Um, I think we're four wide at a moment. I kind of just backed out of all of it because, honestly, we're, we were kind of a lap down in, in, in the mix of uh, all the leaders there. So, uh, I, I was rightfully so. I, I'm the one to back out of it. Um, but, I mean, overall, we've got a really good race car. It's just no one can pass right now. It's it's a single groove until they sweep it. Once they sweep it, then it turns into two grooves. I think Joseph made the best of that. Um, 
there. But overall, um, overall, it's, it's just a tough race because even if you have the pace, you get stuck behind somebody. Even if they're a second and a half slower, you can't get around them. How tough was it to get around? We saw when Will Power came up on the, the back end of the field that it took forever for him to start passing people. Yeah, the only time you really get around people is if, uh, if someone gets bottled up. That's really the only way. If someone's just in clean air, running, 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 they don't have any reason to, to check up or have any mistake, then you're not going to get around them. Um, you got to wait for an instant it's where you can get around. Because I got around, I got around McLaughlin at one point on, on fresh tires, and um, it was only because he was passing other people in front of him, and I got a run on him. So um, it's definitely tough. Hopefully we'll be able to finish this thing. I understand there's a rainbow somewhere out there, so hopefully it'll be a, a rainbow to the finish of your day as well. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. There you go. That's Kyle Kirkwood, guys. Uh, our good friend John Dissauer, former Indianapolis meteorologist, now with uh, you know a, a, a television station KLKN-TV, says uh, this cell, Davey Hamilton, passing over the racetrack. Uh, once it clears, he expects it to be dry. Yeah, no, I, I just looked at my radar, and that was looking out the back door. And uh, it does look like a good split. It looks like there's a, each side of the racetrack, there's some big ones, but it looks like sunshine right behind us coming our way. Michael Young, 30-minute hold is what they're saying right now, but it'll probably take a little longer than that because that track has changed color. Yeah, it certainly has, and it won't be until, well, actually, uh, AMR IndyCar safety team number one truck is driving around the track right now, obviously assessing the situation, but Davey said, I see sunshine. It's bright sunshine. The clouds have broken to the west from us right now, and I can see sun peeking through those clouds, although it's still sprinkling here on pit lane. As you said, it'd be a 30-minute hole, but it may take a minute to get this track dry. And I think I saw earlier something about Davey that in addition to the track dryers and whatnot. Uh, the Bomberito Automotive Group and Worldwide Technology Raceway was touting the fact that the uh, Bomberito-sponsored Fox affiliate helicopter, I think, could be used to help drive. That, 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 that's a great idea. I don't want to be riding in it, but that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, it, 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 let's face it. If we do, we're still early enough in the evening. A uh, little bit of sunshine wouldn't hurt the drag process. Yeah, yeah, no, that will help a lot. They do have the Titan dryers here, which uh, really work well to help uh, drive the track out rapidly, and I noticed that uh, they were here earlier. I was good to see that. Hoping we weren't going to use them, but I, uh, I see them. They're not pulled out onto the track yet, but they're they're in staging to go out there. That that will help drive this this track. Uh, well, we've got Nick Yeoman at the broadcast booth. His position just outside of the main grandstand of the press box here toward the turn four uh, four end. And uh, Nick Yeoman, uh, one race, well, a couple of races already in the books today, but one that we were primarily focused on prior to this one was the Indy Lights presented by Cooper Tires. And uh, a likable young man got himself to victory lane today here at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Yeah, really just a, a th- thrilling finish in Indy Lights, a race that was dominated by our championship leader, Linus Lundquist, who uh, has a nearly insurmountable lead in that championship with uh, now three races to go. But in the last 10 to 15 laps, Mark, the veteran Matthew Brabham, who uh, spent some time in Indy Lights, made his way to IndyCar, made a few starts, including one in the Indianapolis 500. Uh, He made a pass with three laps to go to score his second win of the season. It was a thriller, and congratulations to Matthew Brabham and Andretti Autosport. Let's go to Michael Young. Marcus Erickson making his way down pit lane with the nice umbrella as the sun starts to peek back out. Well, it's been an interesting day. Tell us a little bit about uh, the vantage point from that number eight Husky Chocolates Honda. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not been great. Uh, well, the first stint felt really good, but then we've been sort of dropping positions every stint for some reason. So, um, yeah, pretty disappointing race so far. Um, 
maybe reset after this training, we'll be stronger in the end there if we get out again. We saw the Ganassi guys, all of your teammates and yourself come in relatively early when that pit window opened. Were you getting bad fuel mileage or was it a tire wear situation? No, I'm not sure. Uh, I need to ask why we did that, uh, yeah, all the Ganassi cars, because I'm not sure why. All right, we'll let you get back into some shelter. Have a good rest of your race. Thank you. That's Marcus Erickson, guys. Uh, red flag condition, 217 laps complete. Scott McLaughlin, Joseph Dugarton, Pato Award, Will Power, David Malukas, the top five, as we pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is IndyCar Radio. Bob Marito Automotive Group 500 here at Worldwide Technology Raceway with Graham Rahal. As we stand in the rain, and Graham, it uh, looks like it's cleared up. Actually have a rainbow to our east, so I don't know if that's a sign of good things or bad things, but a good day for you thus far. Yeah, it's been good. I think we worked our way from 16th on up to 9th now, and uh, we, we're on the lead lap here. We've definitely got the pace. Um, in a much better spot tire-wise, I think by maybe 25 or so or more laps compared to Dixie and some of the other guys that are directly around us and also much better off on fuel. So, you know, if it goes green to the end, those guys are going to have a hard time on fuel where I think we're full chat. So, um, and then maybe one or two may, may need to still, still, still stop. So I think we're in a good spot. Uh, the iPacket car has been really strong, and, you know, hopefully we get back out there. In fact, if we do, obviously it's going to be so much cooler that it will be a pretty exciting finish. The tires, and when we saw you come in and Joseph come in and McLaughlin come in, so much quicker than the guys out. The, the deg, it doesn't look bad, but you can tell the difference between fresh tires and used tires. Oh, yeah. I mean, the tires make a big difference, you know, when you go out on freshies. But, you know, I'll say this. At the end, you know, those last, the last stint or two, you could tell the difference from the start of the stint to the end just with the track temp starting to come down. At the end of the last stint, I think we were still mid-26s or 26.6, something, something like that. And I want to say the first stint, we were 27.6 by the end of the first stint. So a lot slower um, early on, but no, it's good. Um, I actually think, you know, tip of the cap to Firestone. And, you know, sometimes we can all be pretty critical, but... Uh, to be frank, like I think the tire is spot on. The deg is really good. The raceability this year seems better. Everybody seems to be able to pass uh, better than we ever have here before, so it's good. Lastly, adjustments on the car. How much did you have to tweak the car today? I haven't touched it yet. Haven't it's, it's amazing how many drivers haven't touched a car that when you come it's, in, maybe understeer at the start of the race? Yeah, it, it, it's so close, man. It's so close. It's so competitive that if you can just save that half a second or, or less even in the pits, and just keep your guys from worrying about that or thinking about a change like that, it does make a difference. So for me, car's been pretty close, a click or two or three of Jacker here or there. It's about all I've had to do so far. Good luck the rest of the way. Thanks. That's Graham Ray, Hall, Jake Query. And Will Power is currently sitting in the fourth position. And there are a couple of ways to look at this, Will Power. The first would be to say, I want to go back out there because I want to try to win this race. The second would be, hey, you know what, from a point standpoint, you're in pretty good shape. So your thoughts now as we wait this out is what? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, if we call it right now, it's good good for us. If we restart, uh, do our best, see what happens. Uh, whatever it is, this is this pretty textbook IndyCar. Never never simple, never straightforward, and uh, that's why it's so hard to win a championship. So we'll see. In terms of that championship, your teammate Scott McLaughlin helped you out there, right, just before the rain came by making that pass and moving up. Helped you from a point standpoint. Absolutely, yeah, it's good to... I mean, obviously moves him closer, but then it really moves Joseph, who's close to me, back a bit. So it all, all matters, all little points and uh, everything you can get. So we'll see, see what happens here. 
I've got a question for you in terms of when you're out there running and you're coming off of when somebody else has fresh rubber and all of a sudden they're gaining on you, do you have someone in your ear letting you know, hey, listen, they just pitted. They're on fresher tires so that you have some sort of a barometer as to how aggressive to be or how much to fall back a little bit? Yeah, I mean, basically <laughs> we had to save a huge fuel number and we had used tires, so... At that point, it was just, you're not even going to race the guys. You just know you're done. You seemed fairly unimpressed by the rainbow over there. Do you see a lot of rainbows in Australia? It's gone now, but you didn't oh. seem overly moved by it. Oh, yeah, I like rainbows. Look pretty good. Get a lot of them in Australia? Yeah, of course. A lot of I, I never know. I've never been to Australia, so <laughs> we'll find out. Maybe they have them in New Zealand. Michael Young, maybe you can ask Scott McLaughlin that. Well, we were just talking to Will Power, and, and of course, Jake asked, do you have rainbows in Australia, which I would imagine that's the case. How are your New Zealand? How are the Kiwi rainbows? Oh, they're upside down. Of yeah. course they are. The toilet's <laughs> flush backwards as well. Uh, yeah, but look, you know, anything's, uh, we're having a great race out there today. Obviously, battery Chevy's good, and yeah, a bit of a bummer with the rain because I actually think it was shaping up to be a pretty decent like battle there with me and Joseph. But, you know, the things will reset again and we'll go again probably. Um, I'm not going to lie, I'm doing a semi-rain dance, mildly. But, um, no, I feel, feel really good, really proud of the race so far. I just want to finish it off. On that outlap, Kyle Moyer said that was all you, that when you got out there and got that first lap, Joseph came in, he said that was impressive. We've talked, I've talked to Kyle about Iowa, about Texas Motor Speedway where you all almost won. What is the difference between last year and this year? You, you've matured. Your, your skills have been improved tenfold. Yeah, I've just been a sponge. I like just soak in everything I can and learning. And I feel like, you know, the last few races, I've just really felt like I belong here. Um, and I'm just really, yeah, really happy with that and, and really happy with my development. I'm not sort of rushing anything right now. I'm just sort of feeling it. Everything's starting to slow down, which yeah, that really helps, right? So, yeah. I think moving forward, you know, I'm really I feel settled here in America. I feel settled in the IndyCar series, loving every bit of it. And, um, you know, I, yeah, I just want to have more success. And I've got a great team, great car. And, um, you know, I know I've got the tools to do it. It's just about me doing the job now. Up and down pit lane, we've been talking to drivers. Not a lot of drivers making changes. I don't believe I saw many changes on your car. How has your day been? Yeah, no, the car's been solid, rock solid all, all week, uh, all, all that race. In the first time, we made a little pressure change. That was it. Um, it feels really good. So, I mean, yeah, anytime you're in the lead and you're, you know, you're battling with Joseph up the front of the short oval, it's a, it's a good thing. Best of luck the rest of the way. I won't blame you if I see a rain day. I know. You'll see it soon. There you go. That's Scott McLaughlin, Jay Query. Kind of a crazy race so far for Jack Harvey, who sits in the 24th position. First things first, let me ask you about this. From a driver's standpoint, when you got to get out of the car, we got to wait. we got to hurry up and wait. We don't know how long we're going to wait. What does it do psychologically? I would say I probably feel a little more relaxed now than what some of the other guys do because, I mean, really, at this point, our race is, uh, you know, pretty much ran. Um, it's always a weird thing, honestly, like getting out of the car when there's still an opportunity for race. I did hear some thunder, though, so I don't know exactly what the uh, dealio is going to be, but, the, I mean, the sun's out now, so... Like being in England, England right? Light again. rain, you just kind of deal with it. Well, I don't know if anyone's been paying attention across Europe right now, but there's been a bit of a heat wave and there's actually been a bit of a drought in the UK. So uh, the other day it started raining. I got texts from family members saying, thank God it's raining. So, so yeah. somewhere they like the rain. Somewhere they like the rain. Hey, let's talk about, if I'm not mistaken, and pardon me if I'm off base, but at the beginning of the race, the first stint, if I'm not mistaken, you washed up or at some point, I don't know if you made contact, but the car was loose on you. Take me through the first, let's say, quarter of this race. Uh, our car wasn't loose. The car was actually, like, really solid. Uh, you know, we had a really good, uh, you know, first couple of pit sequences, and we, you know, managed to get ourselves way into the top ten. 
Uh, I kind of got stuck behind Carpenter at the end of one of my stints. was a lot quicker than him, but, you know, he just wasn't giving anything up. Uh, so anyway, he pit, got us clear and air, uh, clear and air just got going again and, you know, found him again at the end of the uh, well, that stint or getting close to that stint. And, you know, he checked up a bunch in four kind of on the bottom and, you know, considering I was that much quicker than him, I just tried to roll the middle, not like the, not super high, but just kind of the middle, and I just washed up and caught the wall, but definitely wasn't because I was loose. I mean, the car was pretty good. It's just, you know, I guess that part of the race, the high line wasn't working. I guess there were some marbles, and, you know, we did the high line practice yesterday, and that's where I ran for it. So, I mean, honestly, when I went into that part of the track, I was confident it was going to stick. Uh, I didn't stick, so I was really, uh, really disappointed. It seems as though aerodynamically, and by the way, the word now is that it appears as though they are going to try to drive this track to finish this race. It seems as though aerodynamically, this is a difficult one for you guys to pass, that when you do get up, you know, like you're talking about, is that a fair statement? Yeah, I would say so. I think, you know, when 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 the tires are new and someone's really struggling, I think you've got a good opportunity. Uh, but I mean, you know, we tried to rubber in the high line yesterday. We were one of the nine cars that participated in that session. Uh, unfortunately, unless everyone's doing it every lap in the race, marbles start to formulate again where the cars uh, aren't running, and it's tough. You know, I don't exactly know how people fix that. Uh, you know, some tracks run well that way, some tracks don't, and uh, unfortunately, I think this is a track that doesn't, and, but, you know, I guess, you know, looking back, I'm sure I'll find something that I could have done better in that moment but it's not obvious to me what it is right now looks like there might be an opportunity tonight to still salvage some of it appreciate the time thank you right, that's jack harvey mark good stuff from jack harvey uh, uh, for sure and uh, going back to the uh, conversations with uh, with scott mclaughlin uh, there's no question that uh, he has found a home here and uh, kudos to penske racing for tapping that guy to join that team and um, I, I agree with what kyle moyer said earlier i think championships are just a matter of time for Scott McLaughlin. Michael Young. Now with Felix Rosenquist as he waits out the rain. You were on the headset. Were you listening to music or we were still doing race stuff? No, we're still talking about the race, uh, trying to figure out what's going to happen here. Uh, just standing by. Uh, looks like it's drying fairly quickly, but there's some light lightning around in the area. So, uh, yeah, we'll just grab a snack, drink some water, and uh, go at it again. So I don't know if you're aware, but the Ganassi guys have, like, calzones down there. They're, all the crew guys are eating calzones. I don't know if you can sneak a piece out there. Yeah, maybe I should uh, have a look. That sounds pretty good right now. I could eat uh, a pig right now, I think. So, uh. so where, where's Pato? He's, like, gone. I, I, he's, he's back in, in the transporter. He's just chilling out. Is that what, what happens with your teammate? Maybe. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh What's he like? What's he doing right now? You're out here getting business done, and he's gone. Yeah, there's not much business to be done. We're just kind of speculating here at this point. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I think actually I'll go back to the truck and uh, get something to eat and uh, relax a little bit. How's the car been thus far today? You've charged through the field at the start of this race and midway point. Where do you sit right now as we get set to finish? It looks like we're going to finish this race and drive this track out. Yeah, we're P13. So actually, we started last. We came back up to P13 in the first uh, first two laps, and uh, yeah, we haven't really got. What was that like coming up that quickly? Man, that was uh, that was probably the best start I've had in my career, I have to say. And uh, that's like the only way we we can go forward. So obviously, we're very focused on getting a good first couple of laps. But uh, we haven't actually managed to get anywhere after that. We, we kind of went for a strategy to do one less stop than the others. We looked, looked really, really good for a while. And then 
the yellow and the rain came and kind of screwed it. But I think at that point, it was actually a race-winning strategy. But, you know, in IndyCar, everything changes all the time. So uh, now we're kind of on the same boat as everyone to the end here. See if we can get a few spots in the start. And, uh, oh, like, P10, uh, top 10 would be pretty good at this point. All right, we'll let you get back to the bus. And, again, the Ganassi guys have calzones. <laughs> all right, I'll check it out. Right, let's go to Jake Corey. That was Felix Rosenquist. I don't know if I'm going to be disappointing the fans here that were lined up along the fence that thought they just saw Elio Castroneves dancing, but that was Simon Pagano. And i got to be honest with you, similar fire suit, terrible dancing. Oh, really? Yeah, not very I, good. I thought that was a pretty good dance move. It wasn't terrible, no? but... Was it? What? No? Well, I, actually, no, it was pretty bad. Thank you. But, I, I, yeah, even if you're lying, I'll take it. But thanks for the compliment. But you know what's <laughs> interesting? I, I walked up, and, and you're sitting here with your team, and this is fascinating to me, Simon Pagano. Here we are in this rain delay, and yet it seemed as though you were still taking the opportunity to kind of talk through some engineering, figure some things out. You know, are you seeking every moment you can here to try to find something? Because it just seemed like you just you guys couldn't pass up. No, it's a shame. We, we really had a, an excellent car, uh, but the cars are so close these days. Competition is so good that, um, you know, without the help of push-to-pass like we have on road course, you just can't get a run. And if you do get a run, um, it's really, really, really difficult to make the pass in, uh, into turn one or turn three. Um, the track was better. You know, being able to run that second lane in practice really helped develop that second groove. Uh, and after Did it maintain? I mean, was the group still there during the race? After the restart, yes. Uh, we recovered it, uh, and it was okay. But um, it wasn't, wasn't as good as it was in practice when we tried it. You said that your car, though, overall felt pretty good. I mean, despite the fact that you'd get up on somebody, and then I'm imagining almost an impatience, right? I'm like, come on, let's go. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, as a first year, uh, it's only our second short oval uh, as a group. And uh, Iowa was really bad. <laughs> we made huge improvement, obviously, this weekend. But um, every time we go on track, we get better. Uh, but we started a bit on the back foot and didn't qualify where we needed to be. You know, obviously, you want to be track position being so important. You want to be in the fast, in a top six, um, and we weren't there. So in the race, we, to me, we have a top six car, but it doesn't show because we we we're stuck in the middle um, in traffic. So. It's what it is. We've just got to qualify better next year on this type of track. We've sorted uh, straight course and road course, and now we've got to work on short oval. Last, I wanted to ask you about that, just kind of the year in totality, because, you know, you have been with new teams before, so you have a barometer by which to measure it. How has it gone for you in terms of where you'd like to be at this point with a new group? Well, I'm actually, uh, you know, you have to be realistic when you go, uh, you know, from obviously Team Penske to another team, uh, there's going to be, a lot of changes. Um, this team is very young and there's a lot of talent, a lot of great people. The car feels really good, but obviously it's about executing every weekend. And we really haven't executed perfectly one weekend yet. Uh, and yet we've had a, a few podiums, um, but it, it could have been better. Now, am I surprised where we are? Not really. I, I thought it was going to be more painful, um, but certainly we've missed some opportunities. But it's to be expected in the first year. I, I believe. Next year, I, I hope for, I know we'll be a lot stronger. Appreciate the time. Thank you. All right, that's Simon Pagino, Mark. Yeah, you know, and, and for all intents and purposes, Davey, a relatively new race team, and those are fascinating comments by Simon Pagino, and I think one of the reasons why it was a stroke of genius for uh, Meyer Shank Racing to bring in two veterans like Elio Castroneves and Simon Pagino with the experience that they have with Penske and with yeah. other teams like Simon uh, let's face it, they can be of a huge benefit to that race team saying to the engineers and saying to, to Mike Shank, hey, look, 
we should be doing things this way. We should be doing this. We need this kind of personnel. Yeah, you know, I, I blame Simon when Sam and I owned the team, and he, and he drove for us. That he took all of our speed secrets and took to Pinsky, right? So, <laughs> so <laughs> but, but, no, he's absolutely right. I mean, when you come from Pinsky to anywhere, um, you know, it's it's uphill battle. We'll talk to Elio a little bit more about it. Yeah, let's hear more from Elio Castroneves, Michael. Well, yeah. I was going to talk racing, but... Jake Query just got done talking to Simon Pagano, and I guess Simon was dancing, trying to, I don't know what he was dancing. And the fans thought they were seeing Elio Castro. Oh. They thought they were seeing you. That can't be good at all. Oh, man, I tell you what, um, you know, the physio uh, 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 aspect, myself and Simon were kind of like resemblance. I call him my brother. And, and a lot of people as well, Simon, Simon, or, which is fine. And, but he had a little bit of bigger shoes to fill, I guess, because of the Dancing with the Stars. So he needs to, I'm going to teach him some moves. Well, tell me, what? what kind of moves does he even have? Uh, I, I don't know. He's French. I, French. He I doesn't know. even have moves. We got to get, he, well, he's, he's uh, you know, got the wine move and uh, <laughs> the cheese move. move. He's a, that kind of a guy. So I got I to gotta have some, uh, join him a little bit on the wine selection. And uh, both of us can start dancing together. But in the end of the day, it's it's fun. It's great to um, be back next year with him, and we're looking forward to a, a good finish strong strong here in St. Louis because now it looks like we're going to go back. Yeah, beautiful rainbow on both sides, a complete rainbow all the way across. How has the car been today? We talked to several drivers up and down pit lane. Lots of guys haven't changed their cars from the get-go. How has your car been? Oh, man, it, it's if I... If I have a clean air, if great, that means I gotta go to the lead, right? But which is fantastic. But as soon as you hit traffic, it's completely the opposite. We are lacking uh, overall grip. It's not only the front, it's not only the rear. It's overall, and you start making adjustments, adding front wing, cross weight, tire pressure. It's just getting weird situation. You have some snaps. So as of right now, as a, as a team, I feel that um, yeah, we, we're lacking on that. Um, overall behind people uh, grip so hopefully with the weather now that still sun you know track temperature is going to cool down tremendously which it helps and hopefully that will add that grip that we needed so that we can move forward jet dryers are coming out right now will that change that second groove how much did you use it and you think we'll have it for these final 50 laps or so well it depends if we i don't think we have more new tires to be honest in the in the pit lane even if we stop might have a better tires so with that, it, the second groove might be a little bit difficult because now everyone or most of everyone uh, have a, a substantial amount of laps on the, on the Firestone tire. So with that, it'll be, it'll be interesting. You'll be, you're going to see car sideways, you know, snapping, push, and um, hopefully it just won't be one of those. You were talking with Brian Herta, and you guys were having a fantastic conversation. Were you sharing thoughts of Colton's car, your car? What do, what do a former driver, what does a, a current driver talk about during these rain delays? Well, basically, uh, uh, Brian is, and I have come a long way, and we're just discussing that. Uh, since uh, MSR shared the technical program with Andretti, we're just talking about we need to, uh, we need to do some changes here. So if you want to become better. And they were like, well, last year was so good. And we just copy the same thing. We don't understand what it is. And, uh, well, that's, that's good information, but means we got to continue pushing. Okay, well, best of luck the rest of the way. And we do need to work on Simon's dancing skills. Oh, I'll definitely do that. Uh, that's Elio Castroneves, guys. Oh, hey, we got Jake Curry's got Christian Lungard. Christian Lungard, I don't know if anybody has told you this, but when you're a rookie, you're 21 years old. Like, you're not supposed to be so relaxed during, I mean, I came over here, you got the feet propped up, you're kind of scrolling through the, I guess there's really no other choice, right? No, I'm, I'm a little boxed in, I think. 
considering the balance we had in practice two yesterday and, and the race balance I have today is it's quite different considering we didn't change much much so uh, you know for me it's a bit worrying that you know you're driving around out there you just you feel so low on grip and you're boxed in with your tools um, you're just in this box where you if you change something on the tools, it just makes it a lot worse in one area, but doesn't really help the others. So, is it, does that make it nerve-wracking, or does it make it more like, hey, I, there's nothing I can do about it? Um, a bit of both. I would say they go a bit in hand in hand, obviously. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm in sort of the the mentality of getting the car home. I don't think there's much more I can do at this point. We're we're two laps down. I think the whole, the first car will be two laps down. So, you know. There's not much we can do at this point. Currently sitting in the 19th spot in the race is Christian Lungard. Again, we are waiting to try to get the track dry. Let's talk about just your season because you and I have talked about it, but I think it's been very impressive here in terms of your rookie campaign, especially of late, and then that has led to the contract extension. Take me through just your mindset of, of like the last month or so where everything's kind of come together. Um, I would sort of say it all started in on my birthday. You know, we had a we had a a good race on on the saturday of iowa and you know we we moved up the race car was good um and, and yesterday's car reminded me of that you know so that that's why today is so tough but you know just overall that the last month has just been relaxing and, and well you know it, i love winning i hate finishing second uh, but you know the, the the podium we got at indy was just a relief for the whole team uh you know we had such a struggle in the beginning of the season and I'd say in, in the beginning of the second half, we were quite strong. Started off in Road America with, with one of our better positions uh, and then built from there. Um, but no, I, I think it's been good. I'm, I'm settling in in IndyCar. I think, obviously, today is, is not a preference for me with, with the, the feeling I have in the car. But, you know, now I know I'll have to, to do it again next year. You know, we've, Christian, we've seen guys that have come through here that when they arrived, the assumption was there that there were other places they wanted to be racing and they raced here until something opened up elsewhere the perception was there that was true of christian lungard and now you've been successful and you've been good here and i think people are happy to have you back but is that fair to say that when you first got here the eye was somewhere else and then you thought you know what things are working out okay um i would sort of say you know obviously my head was still in europe uh when i, when I did my debut last year uh for 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 many reasons, you know, my I still had three races to go in in the F2 season last year when I did the race, and you know, I had actually coming here was sort of a relief for me because the performance was there, and we had such a tough year last year that you know I, I wouldn't say I was starting to doubt to doubt myself. We know there was so many signals that I was just like we were never on pace, we were never able to, to compete in the end. We, in the end, we wanted we wanted to compete in and you know I, I came over here and qualified fourth for, for the first first time and we were nothing off pole you know so the performance was there um, we struggled in the beginning of the season but you know we're coming back to that performance again so uh, you know starting the next uh, next season next year I'm sure we'll be as strong as we are in, in this end of the season. Look forward to seeing you next year and a strong finish to this year. Thank you. Christian Lungard now to another guy who we know will be back next year with his team he's with Michael Young. That announcement made about a month ago. Callum Eilat will be back with Hunkos Racing. We were talking with Jack Harvey and a fellow Brit. There had been rain in England like forever. Did you guys get some rain? You could take some of this and just send it back over to England. I wouldn't know. I haven't been in the UK for a while. So I've been, been out here living the American life. Uh, yeah, obviously continuing with Hunkos for next year and more. So, yeah, I'm just getting used to it. So a little bit about the difference between the UK 
and the states. So I know Jack uses his knife to eat food for everything. Is that? Do you do that as well? I mean, I've got a fork as well. Okay, but you use a fork, right? Because we were talking with Jack. He uses his knife and eats all his food with the knife. Yeah, well, Jack's a special breed from the UK, so I'll let him do his thing, but I won't won't let him represent, you know, the UK as a whole. First practice session, you said the car was wicked. Didn't really have understeer. You had both understeer, oversteer. Was snappy on you. You worked on it. You got through qualifying and actually qualified a lot better than I, I thought. Maybe even you expected it to be. How's the car been throughout this race? Yeah, we kind of got stuck with what we got, so we've tried to make it better and better. Um, it's not been easy. We understand now why we were off, but we, we haven't had another practice to go and try that. So we kind of just improved what we had, um, and now it's a lot, lot better. I mean, the race pace was actually very strong. Uh, just obviously I made a mistake in the pit stop and unfortunately tagged one of the crew guys, which gave us a penalty and obviously a little sore knee for my left front guy so i'm sorry to him and sorry for the team but otherwise we were we were good pace i think we should be running around p15 really if we'd have been on track like normal explain the difficulty being a one explain the difficulty being a one car operation you're out there and you're trying to figure things out your engineers are trying to figure things out there was talk that there was potential for a second Hunko's car would you look forward and welcome that or are you comfortable enough being by yourself in this operation I know for sure next year we need to have two cars. Um, obviously it's still being finalized and everything, but I'm pretty sure we'll run with two cars. And yeah, it's 100% necessary. Imagine I'm a rookie driver with a rookie team and I have no data. So I'm on my own discovering um, and it's, it's super tough, but it's what I've got. So it's what I've got to deal with. Obviously if we continue that into next year, at least I'll have everything from this year. Uh, but to have someone to at least give me a benchmark and a reference uh, to say, oh no, we're on a, we're having a bad weekend, or we're having a good weekend as a team, uh, would be much much easier. But you know, that's that's where I'm at right now, and I got to deal with it. We'll let you get back to it. Best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you. That's Calamilock, guys. Uh, thank you, Michael Young, Jake Query. Good stuff, and uh, some cause for optimism because uh, Davy things have progressed to the point uh, to where they felt it uh, beneficial to send all of the the, the track dryers out. Uh, and they're work, working their way through turn number one now. Yeah, they sure are. And one thing we got to remember is it takes a while to dry these tracks. I, I'd, I'd say, you know, we could be looking at another hour for the reason of, Mark, you have to have pit lane drive too, uh, just for safety, the in and out, although we're not going to be making pit stops. For sure, I mean, potentially somebody may come in and put better tires on. There's no new ones left, I don't think. most. So so not only once they get the track dry, they got to work on warm-up lane, pit lane, in and out. Too, uh, so. and, and we don't really have the benefit of, of sunshine because of where we are in the hour of the day. It's 7.30 uh, Central Time, 7.33, in fact. And so the sun continues to set. And uh, it was uh, barely touching the backstretch at about the time that it stopped raining. But one thing that will certainly aid the process, Davey, is that west wind continues to be fairly stout. Yeah, you know, wind obviously helps, and it is. The grandstands, unfortunately, block some of that, but it does help, I think, the backstretch away in these corners. And as we've seen the Titans go by, they're very slow, but, boy, they do get the job done. But it's going to take probably, I would say, at least two more laps of those, and like I say, at least uh, one or two times through pit lane. So um, at about a mile an hour, 
um, is about what they're moving, it looks like. And uh, they got to go around here a couple times. Well, we had the obligatory 30-minute lightning delay, and I think there's only about 10 minutes remaining in the, in that. And we can also say that uh, the reason we can be optimistic is because all of the covers have been removed from the cars as they sit on pit road. We have 217 laps complete. Uh, we have been red for 37 minutes now. Scott McLaughlin is your leader. Joseph Newgarden, Pato Award, Will Power, and David Malukas, the top 10. Takuma Sato, Marcus Erickson, Scott Dixon, Graham Brayhold, and Alex Pillow uh, complete the top 10 at the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. back and again the season begins to draw to a close we move ever closer to that sunday september 4th the grand prix of portland and we are happy to have with us jerry jensen of uh, green savory portland and uh, i know you're awfully excited jerry welcome and uh, can't wait i'm sure as your fans in that great part of the country they can't wait to see the ntt indycar series you know what hey thank you mark hey, i really appreciate it and you know you're absolutely right you know i've uh I just absolutely love IndyCar racing, and uh, you know it's been it's been a series I've been a part of for many many years. But you know it's just um, having it here in Portland. It's it's just the the greatest show, and the fans that come out are just you know second to none, and we get so much support here locally that it's everybody's excited about it. You know, in fact, even yesterday I was. Uh, patrolling around uh, the neighborhood town and passing out posters and just talking it up with people and business owners. And, you know, they're just so excited that the series comes here every year. So, and me personally, I, I can never wait. I just love it. You might have the craziest turn one at all the motorsports, Jerry. <laughs> you know what, Mark? It's, that's a great point. I think it really is. You know, it's, uh, every every year I'm just like, can they please just <laughs> make, it through, make it through clean? But, but honestly, those are those are – really the hottest seats in the house, you know, was through turn one and what we call Grandstand K, which is on the infield. And, you know, it's just, it's not just there, but there's so many passing zones at Portland. And that's right. what I always like about the track here. And, and it seems like relatively every driver I talk to, they say, you know what, we love Portland. It's racy. Um, you know, it's, uh, there's certainly passing zones on, on every end of the track, you know, and the team owners have always told me that they love it because you know what, nobody's ever completely destroyed a car at Portland. So, so there's kind of that going into their favor as well, even though Marco got upside down back in 2018, but uh, still no, it's just, uh, I don't think there's another race that really compares to it. Jerry Jensen, the Grand Prix of Portland. We pre we preview that now. Of course, Jerry, the most important information, all the excitement and all the action. How and where can people get tickets for that weekend? You know, it's at PortlandGP.com. And, you know, as usual for this race, tickets are selling out fast. But uh, certainly hop on there and tickets begin at $20, you know, for Friday. And we've got we have so much action going on throughout the weekend. You know, we actually have nine races total between uh, F2000, Indy Pro, Indy Lights, Indy Car, and also we have the ARCA Series race that's returning again this year, and that race will be on Saturday night. But also, I always like to point out that kids 12 and under are always free here, so we we certainly always encourage families to come out and enjoy the weekend because uh, Labor Day weekend here in Portland is always fabulous with weather. Certainly an impressive uh, a list of vendors, a, a mall, for lack of a better term, if you will. And so, you know, in between sessions, not a lot of downtime. But what downtime there is, there's plenty to see and do and plenty of ways for folks to entertain themselves. 
Oh, absolutely. Autograph sessions, going through the paddock, going through, you know, support race paddock and everything. And as you know, the IndyCar drivers and support series drivers are just some of the nicest people on the planet. So, you know, I always encourage people to come out, talk to the drivers, meet the teams, get up and close, because there really isn't any other sport in the world where you can do that. So it's, it's one of a kind. Now, give it one more time. Give us that website where people can go to buy tickets. That is PortlandGP.com. And welcome back, Worldwide Technology Raceway. Red flag conditions because of weather. Track drag efforts are underway, and uh, we hope to get the final 43 laps in. I think we will. Lots of cause for optimism. Let's find out what the thoughts are of uh, more drivers, in fact. Michael Young has caught up with David Malukas. Yeah, before we talk to David, I was talking to Tim Boffman. He's the director of the AMR IndyCar Safety Team, and we were talking about the covers coming off the cars. That was because these jet dryers are going by, and we didn't want the covers of the cars flying everywhere on the track. That would have been bad. Yeah, no, I uh, just because we had to do this interview, I was trying to tell my dad, like, hey, watch out, like, hold my helmet, because I don't want that to fly away in the helmet visor and everything, but we're all good. How much is a helmet? I, I, everybody has their own. I'm, I know a helmet's a helmet, but to customize it, to make it look like you want it to look. Yeah, I mean, it all depends on uh, what deal you can get via Bell or your painter. But from our end, we have very good deals. And uh, the, actually, my painter, Razor Image, he's been with me since go-karting, since I was seven years old. So we have a, a lot of history, and we always add to the design, but we kind of keep it the same to say, uh, you know, to my roots and my tradition. So, and with him, we always get a good deal. And uh, I think it's just really cool to see him from, you know, from us going from seven years old to now in IndyCar. What is the one constant with all the helmets that you'll see every time, no matter what iteration it is of your helmet? Yeah, we always have uh, the just the, the, the way the, the main design is and having the two flags. So, like, let's say at the start of our, our first generation version, we had uh, two flags, and it was like this, this flat, like, sleet of just two flags, no waves. And throughout time, we've added, like, waves to both the American flag and the Lithuanian flag. And then I got my logo made, so then we added the two flags connecting to my logo, you know, showing that it's like, you know, these two, these two flags represent me. We put the logo around, added some glitter, and now we have the HMD logo. And before, my colors have always been blue, uh, blue, orange, and red. And now we have, obviously, the red, black, white for, for HMD mo Motorsports. So, yeah, it's very cool. It is. We just heard the clock has expired on the uh, lightning clock, so we're good to go on that as track drying efforts continue here at Worldwide Technology Raceway. We're with David Malukas. Your race today, we got your final pit stop. Seemed like it took forever. It, it takes a while to get from turn four down to your pit box. You guys took advantage of that caution, came in and got tires. You find yourself in the top ten. Yeah, no, it's very good. The strategy has been amazing. The team gave me a really good car and a really good strategy to make it look easy. You know, with everybody else being on old tires, we're on new tires. So for us, it looked, it looked fun. I got a lot of good moves. Poncho telling me what line to do. He has so much history. He knows how it's done. And he's telling me, like, hey, that was stupid. And then the next stop, he'll be like, try that high line. And I try it. I get two positions. And so I'm thanking him. I'm singing in the car. I'm having a great time. We you're singing in the car. What are you singing? I, I was singing um, my my head spins right round, right <laughs> round, like baby, right round. Yeah. All right. That's fair enough. You said at one point you just wanted to be respected by these other drivers, your rookie campaign. I saw you pass Pagano, and, and you made it look easy. Do you feel like you've garnered that respect here at the latter portion of the season? Yeah, I feel like the respect's definitely there, and I actually have a, a very good relationship with Pagano now. We always end up being next to each other in the autograph session, so we get a lot of time to talk. Um, but I'm not going to lie, out there, Castro Neves was blocking quite aggressively, also being a lap down. It uh, really seemed like he didn't want to give it up, but we still got it done. So I think the respect is slowly building, but, you know, the true veterans like Castro Neves, I think I still need to work on it. So we were talking, since you're friends with Pagano, he was 
dancing out there for some reason, and the fans thought it was Elio. And then Elio said, no, i got to teach him how to dance. Can you dance at all? I mean, living in Chicago, is that something you have taken up over the years? Yeah, so I don't want to, like, ruin myself here, but I have to say it. So I actually, before racing, I thought I was going to go into ballroom dancing. So when I was Wait, stop. Where did, where did this come in? So when I was seven years old, I did professional ballroom dancing. That's amazing. Do you still do this? I, I did not know. As a kid, I was like, I, I want to do something more manly. But I, I wish I stayed with it, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still can. I think I still could get a groove, maybe, like, do, like, a lesson. I think I can catch back my, my little roots. But, yeah, I used to be pretty good back in the day. There's some, some videos hidden that I hopefully don't come out. But, yeah. Well, between you and Elio, maybe we could teach Simon how to dance. Best of luck for the rest of the day. You've been great thus far. Thank you. That's David Malukas, guys. Uh, Michael Young, I, I'm sorry I don't have the breaking news sounder. I mean, uh, a seven-year-old ballroom dancer, David it, Malukas. Michael, that's that's hard-hitting investigative journalism. It's amazing what you find out in a long rain delay here at the NTT IndyCar Series. Well, uh, certainly well done by you and Jay Query as we are 47 minutes into this red flag condition. The good news is... Fans are starting to make their way back into the stands because the weather advisory has been lifted and the lightning delay has expired as uh, track drying efforts continue here at uh, Worldwide Technology Raceway with uh, 43 laps yet to be contested in this evening's Bomberito Automotive Group 500. On the video boards, all clear. You may return to your seats, and folks are doing so. Track drying efforts continue here. And again, the lightning uh, has been lifted. So uh, let's see. 217 laps complete. Scott McLaughlin is your leader. Joseph Dugarden second. Pato Award third. Will Power fourth. David Malukas is fifth. Takuma Sato sixth. Marcus Erickson seventh. Then Scott Dixon, Graham Rahal, Alex Pillow through tenth. Everyone else a lap down. Colton Herta eleventh. Roman Grosjean, 12th. Felix Rosenquist, 13th. 14th, Jimmy Johnson. 15th, Devlin D. Francesco. 16th, Simon Pagino. 17th, Elio Castro Nevis. 18th, Kyle Kirkwood. Two laps down in 19th, Christian Lungard. 20th, Dalton Kellett. Three laps down in 21st, Ed Carpenter. Callum Eilat, three laps down in 22nd. Seven laps down, Connor Daly, 23rd. Jack Harvey, 13 laps down in 24th. Rossi, 19 laps down in 25th. Remus VK completed 53 laps. He is out of the race. Will Power has led 128 laps. Newgarden, 42. Sato, 22. Award, 10. Scott McLaughlin, 5. Biggest movers on the day. Rosenquist, plus 13. Malukas, plus 7. Same thing with Graham and Jimmy Johnson. 10 lead leaders at all. 12 lead changes. Uh, two cautions for 16 laps. So we hope within the hour or so that uh, we will resume racing here at Worldwide Technology Raceway. A message to our station since we have completed the commercial log and the race has been extended. We will start the log over at break one and follow the log until this race is completed. Again, for stations along the way, we have completed the commercial log and the race has been extended. We will start the log over at break one and follow the log until the race is completed. We're going to take you back one year ago here to Worldwide Technology Raceway. The race started with an early caution. And we'll pick it up under caution on lap number three. We'll be back.
Uh, welcome back, Worldwide Technology Raceway. Bob Arito, Automotive Group 500. Mark James, Davey Hamilton, and uh, we start to see activity. The pace start to quicken a little bit, Davey, and we think we're getting ever closer now to going back to green with 43, what could be very interesting laps complete. Well, I went down and did a little track inspection myself. I tackled the stairs one more time, and uh, it actually looks really good. They were uh, they were on pit lane. It came around pit lane. Looks like it's getting pretty dry, but the track itself, Mark, looks really, really good. So I expect, you know, business to pick up here momentarily. Uh, 217 laps complete of, of 260, and uh, some might have wondered, hey, well, well, why didn't, you know, you threw the reg, why didn't you just throw the checkers? You, know, you want to finish under green if at all possible. Yeah. I think you, you've got all the computerized equipment. You've got weather prognosticators that you have access to, and I think there was every reason to believe that we could give the fans and these drivers and teams a checker flag finish they deserve. Yeah, I think so, and that's exactly right. We're doing this for the fans yeah. in the day, and, and it may make a difference in this championship. We just talked about how close these points are. You know, Pitsky's going for winning over half the races this year by if they win this race, and they're in a good position to do that, running first, second, fourth. Uh, a lot of things play into it, and you got to give them opportunity. Another thing that could bring, you got a really clean, green racetrack. I think guys are going to go all, everywhere. I think we're going to see two, two or three wide, and, and, and drivers really going for it. So, um, it, it's good. I think it's, it's a good run. I, I know Scott McLaughlin. If I'm him. The rain dance didn't work. I'm pretty sure he was doing it, and it didn't work because it did rain, but it didn't come. It didn't stay, and they're going to get this thing dry. Now, um, you know, I hate for fans to say, but in the day, a lot of fans did stay, and they want to see the finish. Well, race. Nick Yeoman and I were talking while we were listening to last year's race, and he speculated, you know, would, would anybody come on to pit road and, and get tires? I think the problem is they're out. <laughs> That's it. Now, uh, yeah, and here's another thing. You don't want to give up a lot of track position. We've seen what new tires do, but I don't think any team down there has a new set of sticker tires. Yeah, that's they the may thing. have better tires than what they have on their car, but how much better? Is it worth making a pit stop or losing track position? I believe, uh, if memory serves me correctly, and here I go probably jinxing myself again. I mean, I, I, we hadn't had a caution, and then I pointed out the fact that, you know, they had nine cautions here, 88 laps of caution with a record. Only one time did they run with only a single caution. And then, lo and behold, the caution involving Jack yeah. Harvey brought that out. But I believe when we all speculated yesterday as to uh, as to who would, would win the race, uh, I, I wasn't specific about which Penske driver but but I instead said that I thought that Penske could very easily sweep the podium. And I, I want you to look at the running order yeah, right now with yeah. 43 laps yeah. complete. Well, You've got first, second, and fourth. <laughs> yeah, you, you could be right. And I was fortunate. I, I picked McLaughlin, yeah. the guy that I normally right. wouldn't have. And, and just uh, I think he's hungry right now. I think he's focused and having a good time. And, uh, you know, Kyle Moyer, I, he says, no, that's Scott. I give Scott the credit. I give Kyle the credit. I, I tell you, I mean, they both did a great job, but I, I did him the credit. I give him the credit. Let's go back to pit. Let's go back to pit road. Check in with Jake Query. Okay, so I'm sitting right now between Scott McLaughlin and Joseph Newgarden, and theoretically, the only thing that will separate the two of you here as soon as we restart, I'll begin with you, Scott. Uh, rain dance didn't work. No, it didn't. But um, look, we've got a really fast car. Really happy with the Odyssey battery Chevy, man. It's been uh, on point all day. Uh, we had a good exchange. That last one got in front, but now it's going to be about a restart, clean restart, getting going and see if I can hold on. But, you know, I've got, I've got a fast car. I've got a teammate behind me at the end of the day. Um, so it's going to be a tough battle. But, uh, yeah, we'll see, see who, who comes out on top. 
Joseph, I've done this a long time. I've watched a lot of races. I, it's been a long time since I've seen somebody that was as hooked up going through on fresh rubber as you were at that point when you took the lead itself. How big a difference are fresh tires at this track? Uh, they, de they definitely helped in that scenario. You know, obviously it was a little more than meets the eye. There was people saving fuel, so it wasn't as, you know, maybe as cool as it looked. Um, but uh, our cars have been fast. Like Scott said, you know, we've, we've really had three. I mean, it was pretty cool, though. It, it, it was fun. It was for sure fun. But we had three great opportunities here. You know, at the end of the day, we want to finish this thing off. There's still, you know, 40-plus laps to go, and, you know, we need to secure a good result for everybody. Team Chevy's done a great job. I mean, fuel mileage, reliability, you know, power. I, I, I can't ask for more than, than what we've gotten from Team Chevy, so we, we need to close this thing out tonight. Are you aware of, in that situation, the what everybody that you're passing Who's on what sequence? What's or, or do you just can you kind of figure it out as you come up on them? Uh, I mean, we all kind of knew the score. Both both Scott and I, I think you know we we knew we were in a different position than everyone else around us, and so you know both made our way through, and and you know from there it turns into a different situation. Um, but it, it's fun to be on that side of it. You know, whenever you have those opportunities, it's it's enjoyable. So you guys sit here right now as teammates, and you know we've had this long layoff. Do you talk about what is anticipated, Scott McLaughlin, in terms of? Is it every man for himself here, or do you guys kind of talk your way through how you're going to handle this restart? No, look, we, we, uh, we know exactly what we need to do, and we need to put the be the, the, our best foot forward for the team. In the, the day, the main objective is one of us to win the race for Team Penske, but you know, at the end of the day, we also want to beat each other. Our job is to do that, um, but we understand the rules. We understand how hard we can race each other, and at the end of the day, the ideal result for the team is a 1-2-3. If we can do a 1-2, that'd be fantastic, um, but yeah. Ready to go. I think we're, we, we're, we're grown men. We'll be all right, and we'll make, make, make it happen. Hey, guys, I appreciate it. I know it's obviously yeah. not the most fun thing to sit here and wait, but we appreciate you helping us fill the time. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Scott McLaughlin, Joseph Newgard. Michael? Yeah, Scott Dixon sits down here on pit lane, actually standing. What did you do during the break? Any fun? Uh, actually, just went back to uh, the, 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 the bus, or actually to the trailer, the truck that we, uh, you know, Jimmy and I share. And uh, changed the visor on my helmet and uh, kind of chatted about the race. And we just hung out. You know, we were talking about the Xfinity race and then the fireworks that, you know, kicked our race off. I'm not sure you could really call those fireworks. I thought it was like a tanker had exploded or something. What does that do to you as, as a driver in a car? Does it, like, put you on, on, like, what was that? Well, that one was so different. I just wasn't sure that somebody hadn't been injured or there was a big car crash out on the highway. So uh, it was definitely an interesting way, uh, you know, to, to kick off the race. It was really cool. Big, big flames, biggest flames I've ever seen before. But, uh, you know, fantastic job everybody does here at St. Louis. It's a lot of fun. What has your race been like thus far? You guys came in, you and Alex and Marcus, and it looked like it was going to be close to get to the end. Was it a fuel mileage thing? Is your, what was it that, that brought you guys in earlier than everybody else? Uh, the day was just a bit blah. We kind of, I think, maybe pitted too early, early on, and then tried to do the undercut, and we kind of got caught with some, uh, you know, lap traffic, and, you know, we, we kind of came out behind a whole cluster, and it moved us back about 10 seconds. So it's just been one of those days where we've tried things, and it kind of, you know, I want to sound sad about it, but it, you know, kind of just went, you know, the, the, the way that we didn't want it to go. So, and, and then uh, the way that we burned the fuel, you know, put us in a funky situation as well. I think there was a stop, maybe the last yellow we should have definitely taken, and we didn't. Um, you know, at least one of us out of the three, because we were kind of all clumped together in that seven, eight, nine kind of pack. So uh, yeah, just a frustrating night. We've kind of got okay speed, but I would say our cars aren't particularly good on passing, so that's made it difficult. 
But if we get to the front, we can run with the front runners. So it's, uh, yeah, it's just one of those nights. If you had to predict what's going to happen when we go back to green, what do you think we will see out there? Will that rubber and that second groove have been washed away? Do you think it'll be racy or do you think we'll just ride around till we finish it? Uh, I think with uh, the cleaning off that they had, you know, we'll make it uh, probably a wider line, you know, for sure. And the second lane should be pretty beneficial as well. Um, you know, the unfortunate part for us is that, you know, we're kind of in the back part of the cycle. So we're, I want to say, two or three cars from the end. Um, you know, we have about 10 or 15 cars that are a lap down in between us. And unfortunately, they stay right there. So, you know, uh, even before we start making positions, if we so choose to come in and pit or stay out, you know, we have to see where it goes. But it'll be interesting to see, uh, especially with some of the front runners there, um, you know, maybe with the 12 car on the 5 car, you know, if they come in and take tyres, situation like that. So, yeah, be interesting, man. It's going to be a lot of fun racing. You just said, would it be beneficial for you to get tyres? We saw what Joseph did, and obviously there were guys saving, and but, but he did make his way through quickly. Yeah, you definitely want, as the driver, you want to take tyres, but track position is pretty paramount as well. So, you know, uh, it depends on how many cautions there are, and, you know, that's what I'm saying for us. It's kind of hard, even if we come in take tyres, you know, we've still got so many cars to get through before we even start getting to people that were racing. It was interesting, and I'll leave you go with this. During the initial part of this caution period, we were talking with Will Power, and there was a rainbow. And Jake Query asked, do you get rainbows in Australia? And he said, well, yeah, of course we do. And then I interviewed Scott McLaughlin, and I said, what are your rainbows like in, in New Zealand? And he said, well, we get them, but they're upside down. i just confirming, is that true? Uh, that's probably true, yeah. You know, it's like the water in the toilet goes the other way as well, you know. So, uh, yeah, he's correct. But they're normally in twos as well. There you go. Best of luck the rest of the way. That's Scott Dixon, guys. Hey, Jake Query. Award. This is an interesting situation here because you find yourself third, and, and you've been passing people all night or all day, I guess I should say, now into the night. But what is your mindset now? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough, right, because... I feel like a lot of people are very close to doing their fuel window with a full push. Uh, maybe a couple more yellow laps are going to allow those guys, including us, to complete the, the stint and not have to fuel save. Uh, Joseph and Scott have full power. Um, so I don't know if the pitting and getting new tires is going to outweigh the, you know, having slightly older tires but having the fuel. Um, I think when we saw Scott and Joseph go by everybody was because everybody had to hit such big fuel numbers. But since now that's not the case, um, I think I, I mean I think you'll see definitely some guys pit and, and 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 get some new rubber. For us, I don't know. I think I think we're gonna have to stay out and, and just take the track position. Can the car change at all? I know that sounds crazy, but you know how the car hooked up. I, the conditions might be different. Is that of concern? Um. I mean, for sure there's going to be less rubber, right? It's going to be colder now. Um, I wonder how the, the, you know, the second groove is going to be right. in turn one and two. Well, and we're all forward. trusting you to find that out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to let my, my butt be the judge, I guess. That's what, you know what Felix Rosenquist says, like for whatever reason, you're, like you're, you're, you don't feel it like sliding around, right? I feel it. I just have to, I have to. I have to just believe it, you know? <laughs> believe that it's going to stick. <laughs> well, definitely be careful and enjoy it, all right? I appreciate it, man. Right. Thanks. Pata Award. Michael? An old face. He actually had an opportunity to say hello on the road to Indy Race, and the Indy Lights Race. Oliver Askew walking up and down pit lane, currently doing the Formula E series for Andretti Autosport. I was watching the beginning of the Soul Race. I've watched the replay. Could you please explain to me what happened? 
at the beginning of the race? Yeah, first of all, it's, it's great to be here. Pardon me if I, I'm losing my voice a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a fantastic Formula E season. It was great to end in, uh, on a high um, in race two in Seoul. But like you said, in race one, um, had to start in the back to, due to a penalty and, uh, and, it, and it was raining. So I, I couldn't, I, I saw absolutely nothing in front of me. And next thing I know, we were, there were six of us in the wall. So um, that, was, that was a bit unfortunate, but yeah, happy to rebound and ended up, uh, ended up finishing the season with a, a top five, so. Yeah, that top five finish was great. What is it like, and we've talked to Felix Rosenquist about it, Dario Franchitti's spoken about it. What's the difference between driving a car that makes noise and you hear and feel the engine and a Formula E car where it's electric and you don't really hear anything but maybe the tires? There's no car in the world that can prepare you for Formula E. You know, I've had to start with a completely clean slate um, but, but that was the beauty of it, you know, it, it was uh, it was the biggest challenge of, of my career. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I learned a lot and I think, um, you know, I think I can bring a lot, a lot back um, to, ra to racing in the States with naturally aspirated engines and, and, uh, and things like this. So, um, yeah, def definitely loved it. It was a fantastic opportunity. So you've been through the road to Indy, won darn near everything that you could win, ran with IndyCar, now driving with Andretti over in Formula E. What are the odds of you coming back? And what was it like over there? What was the competition like and what was the camaraderie like? The competition is uh, it's extremely high. I mean, drivers, ex-Formula One drivers, ex-World Endurance Championship drivers, it's, um, you know, I, I'd say at a level at in, as IndyCar, where IndyCar is right now. So. Um, yeah, extremely high level, um, you know, the, the difference uh, between lap times and qualifying is, is nothing. So um, you, you definitely have to be performing on your, on your A game every single weekend, every session. Um, yeah, as, as far as what the future holds, I'm not sure yet. Um, it would be fantastic to, to end up back here in IndyCar uh, full time. That's, that's been, uh, that's been the, a priority for me, uh, you know, since 2020. So um, I, feel, I feel like this is my home. Um, and, you know, this, through the road to Indy and um, through most of my career was, was based on making it here. So it's, it's been fantastic, fantastic to be back here stateside, um, see, seeing, you know, old, old friends uh, from the paddock again. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can get this, uh, this race in, and, and it's going to be a, an interesting shootout. Always great to see you. Congratulations on that top five at uh, race number two in Seoul, and hopefully we will see you in 2023. Thank you. Great chatting. That's Oliver Askew. Jake Query. Colton Herta will restart in the 11th position. How is the GameBridge car? How was it, I guess? I mean, it may change, right? Honestly, I could not hear what you said because we're standing here. Come over here. All right, here we go. We're going to walk away from where they're firing up the engines. How, how, how was your car? I mean, before things came to a screeching halt here. It, it was all right. I mean, I think, you know, we deserve to probably be in the top 10. Where inside the top 10, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think we have a, a car to win the race right now. Um, and so we're just kind of try to blitz it for 40, 40 laps here and, and see what we can make up. We're a lap down right now, but it seems like maybe some guys behind us have to save some fuel. So hopefully we can make that lap up and then pass some guys. I mean, everybody's kind of on the same sequence now. So will we see a lot of position jockeying, or do you think it will be kind of status quo once we get back into flow? I think you're probably going to see guys like... Erickson, Dixon, and Pelot, who are on that strategy that they're going to have to save a lot of fuel right now, they'll probably dive into the pits because they're last on the lead lap right now. And then, um, yeah, so that might make opportunity. If they don't dive into the pits, they're going to have to hit a pretty big fuel number, and maybe then some passing will happen because they'll be going slower in the midfield. 
Which is more natural to you, getting in a car after a delay like this or playing with a punk band at the Melody Inn in Indianapolis? <laughs> I think both are pretty, a uh, really unnatural feeling. I will say, I feel more comfortable about my talent inside the race car than my drumming. So uh, maybe that, there's that. But this is some of the most difficult conditions to have when you have this long red flag and, and you knew what the grip was and now it rained and now you have no idea what the grip's going to be like. So we'll see what's going to happen. It's going to be exciting for sure, though. Lastly, I did see an article recently and the headline said, is Colton Herta Formula One's next big American star? So I guess I thought, you know what, I'll just ask you that. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't have a contract right now, but there's other great American drivers out there, too. Um, you know, Logan Sargent seems like he's on the cusp. Uh, in the running for that for that second Williams seat if, if Latifi doesn't stay or not. Um, and then there's also an F3 driver, Jack Crawford, down there that's that's running with Red Bull that's doing really well. So we'll see. There's there's, there's not a lot of, of Americans usually in, over there in the in the leaders or in the F1 system. So it's exciting to see some guys and, and some guys like Logan Sargent who are getting a shot. But uh, as far as as far as me, I'm I'm not really worried about that. I'm worried about making my lap back right now and, and trying to get into the top five in this race. All right, I appreciate it, Colton. Thanks. That's Colton Herta. Thanks, guys. And as you can hear, uh, the order was given uh, to warm uh, the uh, the engines, and that's exactly what they've done. And, Davey, we are just moments away from drivers being ordered to their cars. Yeah, we see the driver's helmets on. Colton uh, just interviewed him. He's, he's getting to his car, getting prepared. Rossi's all suited up, ready to go. Unfortunately, Rossi, not a good day for him. Laps down, finds himself in that 25th position, laps down. So he's just going to click off some laps. No much per- not much pressure on his side. Matter of fact, he probably might just pull in here pretty soon if he can't make up any time. Uh, well, it, 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 interesting uh, the conversation that Jake just had with Colton Herta about the strategy that might be employed by some of these drivers. Yeah, and that's yeah. You know, um, if you're saving fuel and you're gonna you're a sitting duck with everybody lined up, do you come in and and have a go for it, or do you just save fuel because you're the last car in the lead lap? For example. Uh, Pelo, Rahal, and Dixon is the last guy in the lead out, or uh, last guy in the lead lap. Uh, well, and, and one of the things that uh, you know we'll ask uh, on air, in fact, uh, Michael Young and Jake Query to do now that they've lost access to drivers as they're getting ready to get back into cars is maybe just take a look see among the contenders: McLaughlin, Newgarden, Award, Power, Maluka, Sato, Erickson, Dixon. Graham Rahal and Alex Pillow and see what they might have at their disposal in terms of Firestone Firehawks. Yeah. Stickers, scuffs, what? Well, I, I think all scuffed. I just, they maybe have better tires than what they have on their car, but I don't think anybody has any stickers left, Mark. Everybody rotated through all the scheduled. Probably shouldn't have. Should they, you? Yeah, should, they should be out of them, correct. So, be interesting to watch that, watch that strategy unfold. Uh, great to hear from Oliver Askew. Uh, yeah. You know, I, mean, I, I think he's taking the right approach, Davey, and, and I think it's always important. Uh, and because of the fact, let's face it, I mean, I, I, it's a crazy number, and, and the folks from, uh, from, from Mazda once upon a time, when we were more heavily involved with Mazda and the road to Indy, they shared an incredible stat with me in terms of the number of, uh, of of race cars that there are in competition somewhere in the world each and every day, seven days a week. And so if you're Oliver Askew and this is where you want to be, but the opportunity's not here, you need to go where you can, when you can to keep those skills sharp. You know, I always said this, and I said this a lot about Indy Lights drivers when they they shown their talent. They've shown that they need to be in IndyCar or could be in IndyCar, but there were no seats available. 
And they, a lot of times, just say, okay, well, I'm not going to race at all, which I say, no, don't do that. Go race. Whether it's Indy Lights again, whether it's a different division, stay current, stay healthy, stay in people's eyes, making sure you're continuing to win races just proves that you're a racer, that you want to race, and that, that you're not uh, too ashamed to go down a level if that's all that uh, allows you to go racing. Well, and I think uh, just as significant is the fact that not only when he's racing, but when the schedule allows and he's not racing, where is he? He's here yeah. at an NTT IndyCar Series. Yeah, event. that's right. No, he wants to be here. That's exactly right. And I think it's good, as he said, to be back stateside and, and uh, seeing a lot of friends and back where he really wants to be. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, if, if you go home and sit and wait for the phone to call, it doesn't, uh, phone yeah, to ring, yeah. and it's not going to ring. Nobody's going to call. So uh, we ask about tires among the front runner. Front runners. Michael Young has taken a walk up and down pit road. Michael, what have you seen? A lot of scuffed sets of Firestone, but Malukas, Power, and Pillow all have a pair, or I should say a, st- a set of sticker Firestones remaining in their pit box. I'm not sure about what's happening on the other end of pit lane, but for my guys on my end of pit lane, they all three have sticker Firestones. And those were, you can remember, those drivers were the ones that did late pit stops, Mark, trying to stretch that stint out, so they may have had one less stop than the rest. And I would like to be able to tell you that, but they they wiped our screens clean when they came. Yeah, when they came into to pit the road. pit road. <laughs> yeah. Now, everybody so, last stopped on 217, right? Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> so it kind of messed us up on that and uh, kind of lost track. Yeah, but, that's yeah. a it's an hour and 57 minute pit stop, as it yeah. says right now, <laughs> Davey. So, uh, drivers have been ordered to their cars. And we'll pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the IndyCar Radio Network. Now, waiting on the command to restart the engines and get the Bomberito Automotive Group 500 restarted with uh, 43 laps to go. Davey Hamilton, uh, uh, it seems like a week ago that we completed ah. the Indy Lights presented by Cooper Tires, but it was actually earlier this evening and uh, turned out to be uh, early on a dominant performance by the points leader, Lena Lundquist. I think, you know, it's going to easily win the championship going away. But, uh, boy, uh, Matthew Brabham hung around and, uh, and and really made a strong run toward the end of that well, race. Well, you know, I think, you know, I talked to him uh, after that race, and he said, you know, I felt my car was really good up high. I talked to some of the Indy cars from the night before. They ran up high. I watched the Silver Crown cars run up high. because I just felt there was something there, but I didn't want to show my hand until later in that race because he didn't want Lundquist to go up there and block him and learn that groove. So he kind of flirted with it, just played with it, and not trying to let Lundquist know what was going on. And, boy, we talked about it, how he was losing t- time down there. And the very next lap, he shot that outside. About five laps later, he made that pass. And he, he also referenced a gathering that he and Linus Lundquist had in Iowa not too long ago. We caught up with a very happy Matthew Brabham in Victory Lane. Been a long time coming, and I know Iowa's in the past, but this is a bit of redemption for you today. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, big thank you to all the team, Andretti Autosport, Mastermind all the people that supported me this year and uh yeah we i think we should have won more races than we did but that's where that grit came from at the, the last couple of laps so i was kind of saving that top lane for all weekend and it's uh those last 15 laps have worked those the bits of traffic in those last 15 laps you got in and both were able to get around it and then you started looking for that groove with three laps to go, you finally made it to work. But it got hairy a couple of times off of turn number two. You were using every inch of this racetrack. Oh, yeah. I was just trying to use all the track. It gets a little loose sometimes at the end of the – but the tires held up great. And, yeah, I got a little feisty with some of the traffic there. But 
obviously teammates were helping teammates and that's that's understandable but i was just fired up i wanted to win so bad after iowa it's well deserved congratulations thank you matthew brabham your winner here at worldwide technology raceway uh, about as likable as they come and davy i mentioned on the final lap that uh, you know two guys driving for their racing futures but in vastly different ways i mean for all intents and purposes the future for lena's lundquist pretty much solidified at least uh, you know for the immediate future because you know going to win the scholarship and have an opportunity to run the ntt indycar series next year the indy 500 but uh well i hope matthew brabham has done enough this year for someone to take a look at that yeah he sits second in the championship right now behind uh Linus and and uh, I think he's shown that he has what it takes. Started off slower, slower than we even expected. But, you know, he had been out of these cars for a long time. They're not easy to drive. He had to learn that all again. He came back, put his work in, put the homework in. And, man, the last half of the season, he's been on fire. Been a lot of good Indy Lights drivers uh, that have won championships. And for whatever the reason, they get to the NTT IndyCar Series and things have stalled for them a bit. And there are just as many guys who have finished second, in some instances third in the championship, who've gotten opportunities in IndyCar and have made the most of it. Well, look at Malukas. Let's just start with right. him as a rookie coming over. And, and he's sitting P5 right now in this race. He's He's been having great runs. Uh uh, he's leading rookie, and, and he should have been rookie there at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So that's that's a good reference right there that, that there's good race drivers that come out of that series. Davey Hamilton, I'm going to take this opportunity to be a homer and a cheerleader. I just posted it on social media, but um, I'm, I'm going to say it publicly on these airwaves. Uh, you know, one of the most difficult things to do is fill time. Uh, when when we have rain delays, and I'm telling you folks, if if you've missed it over the last you know couple of hours or so, now I know that we spent part of the time recapping last year's race and running it, but prior to that and just after, uh, I don't think you could do any better. Uh, than, than the job that Michael Young and Jay Query did oh. uh, with talking yeah. to drivers up and down yeah. pit road. Well, you know what? Uh, you know, I don't want to tell them. Li- I know they're listening, and so their heads are going to get big. But that shows their true talent. I mean, we're, we're usually to them very quick doing interviews, but the, they're, they're just naturally born to do do this job. And great interviews. They have a lot of fun of those guys down there. All the drivers obviously enjoy them being around as well. So really Well, and I think, I think the thing that, that, that makes it so enjoyable, and I think for the fans too, and certainly for us, I mean, Here's what I found out tonight that I don't think any of us knew, that when he was seven years old, David Malukas was a competitive ballroom dancer. Yeah, right. We found that out today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Michael Young uh, was able to, uh, you know, get that yeah. out of David Malukas. And, and uh, it, it and all started. Down rainbows. It, and, it, <laughs> right. And it, yeah. it all started innocently enough when Jake was kind of poking fun at Simon Paz, you know, yeah. for dancing and, and people confusing him with Elio Castro Nevis. And then that Elio had yeah. fun with that. So the thing I enjoyed about it, Davey, is it wasn't just about, okay, how's the car? How's the race? What's it going to be like, well, like when we get back to racing? You caught him in a light hood hearted moment made the most yeah, out made of it. the most and hopefully it, uh, all of our listeners uh, feel like they know these drivers just a little bit better yep that is the goal for sure so we're just moments away from the command to refire those engines and then get this race restarted we'll give you a full field rundown scott mclaughlin when we restart will be your leader joseph newgarden will be second potto award is third will power fourth david malukas is fifth Takuma Sato is sixth, Marcus Erickson seventh, Dixon is eighth, Ray Hall is ninth, Alex Pelot is tenth. They lap down at eleventh, Colton Herta. Uh, Roman Grosjean is twelfth, thirteenth as Felix Rosenquist, Jimmy Johnson fourteenth, 
Davila Di Francesco is 15th, 16th, Simon Pagino, 17th, Elio Castro Nevis, and 18th, Kyle Kirkwood. 19th, two laps down is Christian Lungard. Uh, Dalton Kellett is two laps down in 20th. Uh, 21st, Ed Carpenter, three laps down, three laps down, Callum Eilat in 22nd. Seven laps down is Connor Daly in 23rd. Jack Harvey is 13 laps down in 24th. 19 laps down in 25th is Alexander Rossi. Renus VK, his evening ended long ago. He will do no better than 26th. He was out of the race after 53 laps. We have had 10 leaders and 12 lead changes. Will Power has led three times for 128 laps. Joseph Newgarden, 42 laps. Takuma Sato, 22 laps. Pato awarded 10. And Scott McLaughlin, 5. Those that improved their positions the most on this night so far, Felix Rosenquist is plus 13, plus 7. David Malukas, Graham Rahal, and and Jimmy Johnson. As we restart, one minute away from the command to restart engines, uh, the points look like this. Will Power is still your leader. Joseph Newgarden is 17 back. Scott Dixon, 18 back. Marcus Erickson, 21 back. McLaughlin, 43 back. And then you go back to sixth place. Alex Pillow is 49 back. And Pato Award is just 59 back, Davey, in seventh. So the top seven separated by 59 points. Yeah, pretty amazing. I really think that you have to be in that 50-point range. I mean, Pato, you never know what he could do. He shows a lot of talent. He could win the next couple of races and change that. But I really think he's out of it. I think it's the, the top six that have a shot. Pillow just barely hanging in there with a 49-point uh, deficit to the leader. But anybody else, I think it's, it's game on. You know, we talked a little bit to Joseph Newgarden about that impressive run he made where he was passing cars to the high yeah. side. And, and, you know, as, as, as they said, it's probably, you know, the, the, the craziest thing we've seen is quite some time as the engines roar back to life here. It reminded me a few years ago of what he did at Iowa when he yes. came into the pits late and, and took tires and just absolutely blew the field It away. looked like that uh, he had nitro in the car, didn't it, Mark? I mean, it looked like he was a, in an Indy car compared to a jalopy sock, just flying by guys. We've seen that. You know, Ryan Hunter-Ray was the first one to do that. I mean, yep. yeah, it was really impressive. Yep, so uh, the cars all cars that are still in the race have refired momentarily they will pull away from pit road and when we come back we will restart the bomberito automotive group 500 here at worldwide technology raceway A couple of tense moments for a handful of drivers, including one of the front runners, Joseph Newgarden, but then Davey Hamilton. You said some of the stalls and the difficulties in getting restarted might have something to do with yeah, the angle in which those cars are parked. Well, so what happens is they, they've been, and since line them, they did this time, they lined them up three wide on pit lane down there straight. What happens is some of the races we go to, they're starting to angle the cars in the pit wall, and they're angled in one line down pit lane. The problem is, these are all hand clutch, hand shift, so it means you're turning and you're trying to get the clutch and the shifter while your hands are turned at a slow speed. They don't want to uh, peel out and spin the tires, and, and so they need to, str- I don't mind that look, I guess, the, Mon- the you know, what is it, the Monza look back in the day or whatever, and, and uh, but they need to just uh, angle and straighten them out a little bit more. I know these uh, guys on these crews uh, with the starters, uh, you know, they're in great shape. I understand that. But uh, because of the way they line them up so tightly along that pit road, I mean, 
those are from about the halfway point of, of pit road on back. Now they've got a long run long to get back run, in their pit Long box. run to go to. And I understand what they're trying to do, and it does it appearance looks pretty cool. But there's no reason they can't spread them out just a little bit more and and, and straighten them out just somewhat. Keep them at a little bit of an angle, but just straighten them out a little bit. Well, the good news is, uh, after that lengthy two-hour, nine-minute, and 14-second red flag condition, we are now running under caution, and uh, the laps continue to click away. We've now completed 219 laps, Davey. Going to be interesting to see what strategy, if any, is employed in terms of tires over the last 40 laps of this yeah, race. Yeah, and I think laps are counting as they go yeah, by. They are, yeah, for sure. so, uh, yeah, so when they go gray, it'd be about 38 laps to go, and uh, you see. Uh, new tires. You see, I think that's Powers team setting out, or is that Malukas' as team? It looks like setting out some new tires. So some of these uh, teams, I think, are going to come in, top off, put new tires on, and just go for it. Yep, going to be interesting to watch it uh, unfold over the final 40 laps. And, Davey, I think we're about to that point where we're going to find out who's going to take advantage of the situation because the pits have now been opened. They've now been open. We see Will Power kind of holding back a little bit. They need to uh, bunch up a little bit so these people that are, are pitting don't uh, lose too much. Here comes Connor Daly. He's the first one to come in right there that I see. Uh, boy, a lot of cars still going to lose out on some time on pit lane just because they're not uh, not gassing it up and catching up. You can pit and come out ahead of a lot of these guys. Michael Young, you have an update from Pit Road? Well, we're looking at the Alex Pillow pit box, and the crew has set the tires out. Ricky Davis looking over the squad, and we are waiting to see if Alex Pillow will again peel off. He's one of the three drivers on my end of pit lane that still have stickers. It's Pillow, and it's Power, and it's Malukas. And on Jake Query's end, Scott Dixon is in. As a matter of fact, Chip Ganassi called in all the stables. Scott Dixon surrenders a top 10, comes in. They're going to go ahead. Keep in mind, Michael Young had told us, sticker tires for that Scott Dixon machine. He is down. He is returning to the fight. Alex Pillow will have a sticker set to go with as well. And Alex Pillow's crew has started work on that car. We see Marcus Erickson, Felix Rosenquist out, Dixon out, Jimmy Johnson out, and there's Alex Pillow. He will rejoin the fight. Also coming to pit lane is Kyle Kirkwood from AJ Foyt Racing. And we saw a narrow miss involving uh, Kyle Kirkwood, and I believe that was Felix Rosenquist coming off the of pit road. Marcus Erickson involved that as well, Davey. Yeah, close call down there. They made it out okay, but it was a close call. He would come in. I'm not sure. You know, Some of these teams, when you come to pit, you need to be stacked up. A lot of guys are back there kind of lollygagging around Around, warming their tires up so some of these teams have pitted late like Dixon, Plow, they lost a lot of ground to where they could have came out with the leaders. And again, the laps continue to click away, Davey, so if there's anybody really running in fuel-saving mode, these caution laps are not hurting them at all. Not hurting them at all, and that's what these front runners need. As you see, Rosenquist really runs right in the back of, uh, of Erickson coming in pit lane. Erickson slowed down, and the reason he did that, Mark, He's the first pit, so he had to get slowed down and get right into his pit where uh, Felix, you know, pits on down, so carried a little more speed on pit lane. Shouldn't have done any damage. Though. And so, again, a, a close call for them coming onto pit road and a close call for them coming off of pit road. So uh, this is the one-to-go side as we get ready to complete lap 224 of the 260 to be contested. And the field starting to work their way slowly through turn number two. And Nick Yeoman has repositioned himself high atop the exit in turn number four. Nick Yeoman, give us the roll call as we start to get the race restarted under green and they head to turn three. And it's going to be the Penske teammates of Scott McLaughlin and Joseph Newgarden restarting one and two. Then you've got two lap cars, Colton 
Herta and Christian Lungard. Third place running Pottawa Ward is fourth in line. Another lap car of, of Callum Eilat. And then fourth place running Will Power. Everybody single file. Fans come to their feet. Scott McLaughlin accelerates. Mark, we are back racing at Worldwide Technology Raceway. And they are cheering loudly as we do as Scott McLaughlin has the advantage into turn number one. Newgarden's going to pedal plenty hard, trying to run about a half a groove wire higher. Now he slips low to the bottom of the racetrack. They go nose to tail, but here comes Newgarden into turn number three. Joseph takes a look to the inside. They'll go wheel to wheel and into turn number three. The driver from Hendersonville, Tennessee will take over the race lead. Joseph Newgarden, new race leader as he rockets out of turn number four. Front two starting to stretch it out just a little bit, but here's comes Scott McLaughlin into turn number one. He's riding the tire tracks. He runs a half a groove higher. He tries to get some momentum down the banking. Halfway point of the back straightaway, McLaughlin makes the hard charge. McLaughlin about two or three car lengths back. He is closing into turn number three. Has to jump out of the throttle. New Garden's advantage is about three car lengths. Those front two, Mark, have already put about eight car lengths over the lap car of Colton Herta and third place running Pottawa Ward. And Pottawa Ward wants to try to dispose of Colton Herta, so maybe he can get up there and play a little bit. Not able to do it just yet. Colton Herta gets to turn one first. Has about a three car length advantage now as they exit turn number two. Pottawa Ward has to make quick work, as does Will Power, who runs in the fourth spot. David Malukas closes right up on the rear wing of Power's machine at the entrance of turn number three. David Malukas with a strong run in that top five mark. He is starting to run, run down the driver of the Verizon car. Battle for the fourth position, in fact. That's David Malukas, the rookie. He pulls right up on Will Power, but Will's able to inch away just a little bit between one and two. Power, Malukas. This is the battle for the fourth position, halfway point of the back straightaway. Malukas closes to within two car lengths at the entrance of turn number three. They jump out of the throttle, woe it down for the entrance of turn number three, and as soon as you say that, they gather it back up and use the momentum out of turn number four. Will power by two car lengths. Back up front, it's a four-tenths of a second lead for your leader, Joseph Newgarden, over Scott McLaughlin. Pottle Ward runs in the third position, but he still can't get around Colton Herta. Yeah, he's about four car lengths behind. In fact, it's not like Newgarden and McLaughlin are necessarily chasing away, but every lap it's going to make it tougher for Pottawa Ward to run down our race leaders out of turn number four. Colton Herta, that lap car, still about five car lengths over Pottawa Ward. 31 laps to go this time by as they cross the start-finish line. The lead four-tenths of a second over Scott McLaughlin for Joseph Newgarden. Pottawa Ward is still third. Will Power, David Malukas, the top five. Here comes David Malukas in the tournament three. Malukas is going to try to go the long way around Will Power. They are side-by-side. Side. What a power move by the rookie. They're still side-by-side. Side. Malukas can't clear the pass. Mark, they're side-by-side side again across the start-finish line. Side-by-side side across the start-finish line. Side-by-side side into turn number one. Will Power to the bottom of the racetrack. David Malukas to the high side. Will lost a little bit of grip, and that gives a spot to Malukas off turn two. Boy, Will had to jump way out of the throttle to avoid crashing, and he got passed by Takuma Sato. That's for position as well. So move the points leader back to sixth as Takuma Sato moves into the top five mark. Great night for Dale Coyne Racing. And Colton Herta continues to pull away from Pottawa Ward as Malukas and Power get strong again into turn number one. Malukas is going to take that spot. Will Power wanted to grab it back. Malukas strong off of turn number two. Strong midway point of the back straightaway. So strong. This young man from Chicago, Illinois. He's going to try for his first career IndyCar podium. He's got to get around one of the hardest guys to pass in this sport. That is Pottawa. 
Auto Award. It's the battle for third. Five car lengths marked down the front straightaway. Question is, Davey Hamilton, is there any chance at all that Scott McLaughlin is kind of laying in the weeds a little bit to the last 10 or 15 laps? Yeah, I don't think so. I think that Joseph Newgarden has such experience around here, knows what he has, knows what he needs to do. I think that he has it well in hand, unless McLaughlin can force him into a mistake. 27 laps to go, Davey, and how about the uh, display that David Malouk has put on uh, dispatching of the veteran Will Power? Yeah, how about that? He was one of the first ones to come in and pit on those new tires and had good track position on new tires when he came back out, was able to get power. Now he's chasing down third place running Pato Award. Are you surprised that Will was not among those that came to pit road for tires? Well, I'm surprised that he didn't come in when his teammates came in. Not so much this last time because I think he would have lost too much track position. Right now, he is a points leader, as Nick just said, but only by three points uh, over Newgarden. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Takuma Sato was, uh, was the latest to work his way around Will Power and uh, Nick Yeoman really honestly before long I think given the number of laps to go he might have issues with Marcus Erickson before long. And remember Erickson is the first driver that did pit under caution once we refire the engines after the rain delay so Erickson's got a fresh set of Firestone tires and as we talked about every spot Will Power loses it's a couple more points and what is a dwindling points lead? And it would be a couple more points for Erickson too Davey who's now 17 back. Yeah yeah 17 back still a great opportunity Three back by Newgard, 14 back by Scott Dixon still in that game. And then that's, as you say, Erickson's just 17 points back. I don't think David Malukas is done improving positions. In fact, he comes <laughs> off of turn number four. And Pato Award, he knows that David Malukas is there. Malukas pulls within a couple of car lengths now as they roar through turn number two. The high side, the exit, turn number two. Award Malukas to turn three. We'll see if he can set him up like he's on that dance floor, Mark. Uh, he into turn number three. Pato Award's advantage is just about a car length. David Malukas right in that wake of air, but he is able to stay right with Pato. It's two car lengths back across the start-finish line. No question that car is strong in three and four. We'll see if he runs a half a groove higher to maintain some momentum. Nope, he goes right to the bottom of the racetrack along with Pato Award. They glide down the bank and get the exit at turn number two. He looks strong into turn number three. He's going to take a look to the inside. No, now he'll pop to the outside. He'll get right to the rear wing, but has to jump out of the throttle. Can he stay close enough to get a run out of turn number four? Pato Award's car is strong. David Malukas Looks a little stronger. He's closing, Mark, into turn one. 22 laps to go this time by Joseph Newgarten with a four-tenths of a second lead over Scott McLaughlin as they're setting up for turn number three. David Malukas with another strong charge at Pato Award. Race leaders are starting to catch lap traffic as well. Jack Harvey plays nice and moves to the high side. Colton Hurd is going to try to get around Harvey next. And then, Mark, it may affect that battle for third. It's still on Pato Award and David Malukas. Yeah, that's the one unknown, Davey, is once you start to catch lap traffic. Yeah, and let me tell you, Malukas is driving the heck out of that race car. We know he has newer, fresher tires, but he's getting every ounce of that race car. He gets in that dirty air, and man, that thing really moves around, but he's not lifting off the gas. Both work their way around Jack Harvey. That battle goes back to turn three. And it was uh, pretty tight there at the exit of turn number two. Pato Award got by Harvey in the middle of two. Malukas had to try to rip his way off of the top side of turn number two to get around him as well. That allows him, Mark, to keep pace once again into turn one. And he looks stronger through one and two just for whatever the reason. The air starts to get a bit disrupted at the entrance of turn number three. We'll see if he's strong again. This is the battle for the third position as Stugart continues to lead McLaughlin up front.
New Garden's advantage out of turn number four remains at about four or five car lengths over Pato or over Scott McLaughlin. Then again, you have that lap car of Colton Herta who is running that same pace. Then it's third and fourth, Pato Award and Malukas. Yeah, Malukas said that dirty air at this point is just upsetting the balance of that racetrack. That's track. right. Now, he trying to run the bottom of the racetrack down to one and two. I feel like that track's so good on that side. If he would just try it, I think he might have something for him. But right now, he's committed to the bottom of the racetrack and not gain everything that he gains on one lap. He loses on the next. And, and you know, something, something uh, was not comfortable with that race car through one and two last time, Dave, because he lost a ton yeah, of momentum. Yeah, you can see the thing wobble around as we see Potter Ward really kind of using that second groove on entry through the middle of that corner, kind of blocking it from Lucas. That's probably why he's trying the bottom in that clean air. But I've seen it move around three or four times, uh, uh, so he definitely has a handful. Uh, well, Joseph Dugard continues to lead by five-tenths of a second. Scott Dixon has his mid-Ohio, and it's looking like Joseph Dugard may have worldwide technology. Boy, and that's a man. He really knows how to win on this racetrack, and he's he's done it so many times. I think it's going to be his fourth win. It's third in a row. Third in a row. Oh, third in a row. Oh, here, there's the battle for third. Nick Yeoman. And both those cars got held up by Connor Daly, and here is the opportunity for David Malukas. Pato Award got slowed out of turn number two. Markey darted to the inside, and the rookie from Chicago all of a sudden is in podium position out of turn four. How about David Malukas uh, with a veteran move using that traffic to his Absolutely advantage? Absolutely took advantage of it. Now checked out a Pato Award. That goes to show you Pato Award really hold him up. His next one in line would be... McLaughlin, but unfortunately he's about three seconds back. He's got to deal with Colton Herter right now. And he has an awfully fast race car for sure. So again, focus back in on the leaders, Davey. Joseph Dugard, that car holding steady at five tenths of a second. The yeah, not, for him. it just stays right there, doesn't it? They both uh, swap and laps that lap by. He ran a 26-4, teammate 26-3. Close it down to four tenths. The next lap, it'll be just kind of opposite. Right now, if there's new guards hoping for no more lap traffic. Well, you know, as difficult as Colton Herta might have been to get around for a couple of contenders early on, David Malukas, that car looks just to be planted to the racetrack, Davey. Question is, does he have enough time to catch up with the front well, It didn't take him very long to catch Colton Herta right. and just whip around him, as you just said. Now he was three seconds back. He's now two and a half seconds back from McLaughlin. So he's definitely making up time, but he's in some lap traffic. And Nick Yeoman, how about his teammate Takuma Sato? He's on rails going after Pato Award. Yeah. Sato had one heck of a run through turns one and two. I think that car got a little loose and pushed up the racetrack at the exit of turn number two, but he is starting to work over Pato Award. Who'd have thought, Mark, the two dominant teams late in this race, Team Penske and Dale Coin Racing? Well, all of the lap traffic now, uh, for the time being, is out of the way. David Malukas has a clear path to the front runners, and I think he's coming. Yeah, 2.3 seconds now, and then we'll see. Unfortunately, the front runners have a clear path, too. Last time by, he was two tenths of a second, two tenths of a second quicker. Unfortunately, he's got two seconds to make up. So we'll ask Nick Yeoman to scout out the racetrack for us and tell us, Nick, is there any chance at all that these leaders with just 12 laps to go now are going to encounter any traffic that might help David Malukas? I don't think it's going to happen, Mark. Kyle Kirkwood is making his way into turn number three right as Joseph Newgarden and Scott McLaughlin were exiting turn number two. And with the sand running out of the hourglass and with 12 laps to go, they may catch him, but I'm not sure it's going to factor into the finish to this race. And again, we saw earlier with attempt uh, passes that, that 
passes that he was attempting that he did experience a little bit of disruption in that air. But, Nick, there is no question this kid is coming. He's within a second now or less of second place running Scott McLaughlin. And now we're going to find out, is David Malukas content with that first career IndyCar podium? Or does he want to go for a race win? Because he is no doubt running them down out of turn number four, Mark. It's a five-car length advantage for Newgarden over McLaughlin. Another six back to David Malukas. Ten laps to go this time by Joseph Newgarden, Scott, uh, Scott McLaughlin, and David Malukas. Those three off of turn number two to the midway point of the back straightaway. Malukas trying to hustle that car out of turn number two. They were planted right in the middle of the back straightaway, trying to do some drafting down these long straightaways. The gap staying consistent, marking about five car lengths. Newgarden, McLaughlin, Malukas out of turn four. He made a hard charge, Davey, but he's not able to close that gap. Well, but the crazy thing is he is four tenths of a second quicker, two laps ago. This last lap, he was two tenths of a second quicker than the cars in front of him. He's closed that up to 1.3 or 1.1 second. And right, he is right on the tail right now, McLaughlin. Well, he is closing on McLaughlin, but McLaughlin's not able to close up on Newgarden. Yeah, no, at he's all. not. I mean, he. I think he has an opportunity to get a second place finish out of this. We'll just see how that dirty air plays on his race car. Kind of stabilized right now at one second with nine, eight laps to go as they cross the line. Yeah. So it's Newgarden, McLaughlin, Malukas, O'Ward, and Sato the top five. It's Power, Erickson, Dixon, Pelo, and Graham Rahal the top ten. We'll stop at the top ten because Davey, those are the only drivers on the lead. That's lap. it. Yeah, that's right. The only drivers are really fighting it out. I mean, Colton Herta gave it all he could to get a lap back, but just lost too much ground. Doesn't have a powerful enough car to unlap himself. Uh, pretty impressive restart for Joseph Dugard. Really impressive. I mean, you kind of seen what happened uh, to him, to, uh, you know, uh, Pato Award did that to teammate Power. Boy, but man, Newgarden knows this racetrack, had the confidence, go up there and just smoked around him as, as uh, Newgarden just goes by another lapper who pulls down, which is Harvey. Yeah, Jack Harvey did a gentlemanly thing in getting out of the way, Nick Yeoman. Yeah, Jack Harvey's really off the pace. In fact, he's going to come to pit lane, I would assume, call it a night. That allowed things to tighten up. David Malukas might be as close as he's been, Marcus, down to three car lengths in that battle for second. Six laps to go in the battle for second place. David Malukas with a hard charge left sides to the bottom of the racetrack. He'll make the wide exit off of turn number two. Can he catch up into turn number three? He's got five and a half laps to try to get by not only Scott McLaughlin, but one of the best in the sport in Joseph Newgarden for that first career win. Following right in the tire tracks, it's still Newgarden by about eight car lengths. And then that battle for second across the start finish line. Again, Joseph Newgarden, Scott McLaughlin, David Malukas, Pato Award, Takuma Sato the top five. Power, Erickson, Dixon, Alex Below, and Graham Rahal the top ten. The leaders off of turn number two. And Mark, they have caught the rear of the field a little bit faster than I thought with five laps to go. Not sure Newgarden's feeling that dirty air, but he might in a couple laps. We'll see how that factors in. Newgarden still leading over Scott McLaughlin and David Malukas. So that move over flag is going to get worn out as we get to the end of this thing. Joseph Newgarden clearly the most comfortable. The lead around seven tenths of a second now as David Malukas has flat caught Scott McLaughlin off a of turn number two. He's caught him, but can he set him up? He's been making passes all over this race track late in this race, but now he's right in the tire tracks of Scott McLaughlin. Both of those cars hug the inside line at a turn number four. It's still three car lengths for Scott McLaughlin in second. And three laps to go, this time by, and Joseph Newgarten is starting to draw a bead on Kyle Kirkwood. McLaughlin trying to hold off David Malukas off of turn number two. Looks like Kyle Kirkwood will pull to the inside. He'll let all three of these cars go right on by. That's a big help for Joseph Newgarten. David Malukas, Mark, he's closed within a car length and a half and the way through turn number three he's closing out of turn four he is as close now as he has been to scott mclaughlin 
We will see two laps to go this time by with a strong run into turn number one. David Malukas and Scott McLaughlin trying to track down Joseph Newgarden, but Nick, Newgarden's gone. I think it's the battle for second now. Yeah, Joseph Newgarden loves what he's seeing out those rearview mirrors. He sees that battle for second intensify as his lead is about eight car lengths. Out of turn number four, Mark Joseph Newgarden about to see the white flag. Eight tenths of a second, the lead for Joseph Newgarden as the white flag flies. Meanwhile, the battle for second heats up right on the tire tracks. David Malukas goes to the high side, side by side between turns one and two. He's going to sweep around the outside and make that pass. David Malukas streaks around Scott McLaughlin, he's pedaling for everything he's got. He's got to make up about seven car lengths. Mark, can he catch Joseph Newgarden on the last lap? Scott McLaughlin is coming. David Malukas is coming. I don't think they're going to get him. A good strong run off of turn number four, but it's not enough. Joseph Newgarden with a strong finish. He goes to victory lane for the third straight year, winning the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. David Malukas with his first career podium, a strong finish, finishes second. Scott McLaughlin, Pato Award, Takuma Sato, the top five. Hey, three straight wins for Joseph Dugard, impressive, but how about a couple of top fives for Dale Cord Racing, huh, Davey? I love it. What a great job. Malukas, his first podium, not only that, a second place. Few more laps. I'm not so sure he couldn't have got to Newgard. Really good run. Those new tires made a big deal. And now about he never gives up. Sato never gives up. Brings coin of a top five. Michael Young. Yeah, with Scott McLaughlin, I'd say congratulations, but I know you don't want to hear that right now. That was a heck of a run, but David Malukas just had an amazing car that last 30 laps. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, credit to him. He did a great job. His tires were really good, and uh, yeah, we just, um, yeah, I just lacked a little bit of balance there in that last stint. Lost, lost, uh, lost. Uh, started over there and yeah, getting loose. So um, it's very hard to commit to that. But um, yeah, good points for us. Keep us another podium. All good. Joseph was by you. Was it settle in for a second, or did you think you still had something for him? Yeah, the main aim for the team was a, a team win today. So um, yeah, Odyssey Battery Chevy was good. Um, we just all did our parts. Well done. Thanks. Scott McLaughlin comes home third. Yeah, and uh, three of the top five for Chevrolet, Davey Hamilton, and their lead swells to 1,323 to 1,171 uh, over Honda. Well, Chevrolet's going to be the champion. Yeah, it looks yeah, like Chevrolet's it, Chevrolet's huh? going to be the champion after uh, the only two races left, and congratulations to both those engine manufacturers, but Chevrolet is going to come out on the top, and well-deserved. I know they've worked hard for it. Honda is always very, very tough, and they're not going to give up. They'll be back next year, fight for it again, but that jet championship's all but done. Well, I Honda has a baby board to keep it warm this winter. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that always helps take and, the sting away. And let me just tell you, as a driver, I'd rather have that baby <laughs> board. Right. So. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I know much has been made of the fact that Elio Castro Nevis has never won a series championship. He's got four rings and four baby boards. I think Elio's yeah, fine I'd with take his. That uh, every day. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he yes. was. Uh, he's at a, a pretty, pretty exclusive table for sure. But yeah. uh, boy, it's just uh, some guys, for whatever the reason just love some places and clearly this place is a good fit for Joseph Dugard's oh, driving style. Yeah, I know. What a great job. You know, he stalled it going out of the pits right off, but he got a spot back. Uh, fourth place for Pato Award, Michael Young. Yeah, fourth place, but it doesn't look like you're too happy with it. It was still a fantastic run. Walk us through those last 40 laps. Yeah, we, we had a good race up until the red flag and then uh, that just bunched us all up, and Will and I were on way, you know quite a bit older tires than the guys that we were fighting against, and um, it seemed to be a very uh, a significant difference at least this year. It's usually not as not as uh, not as a big of a difference in in with tire deg from the past couple of years, but this year was different. So um, yeah, we just we didn't have enough. I was 
hanging on there in the end, having a lot of moments. And uh, I'm just glad we brought it home and didn't end up in the wall. Did the track change that much after the rain? Yeah, I mean, a lot of rubber uh, went away. So that obviously overtipped the car. And, you know, our car was working really, really well with uh, with the conditions that the, you know, 85% of the race was. Uh, but there in the end, we just, yeah, we were extremely loose and, and extremely tough to, to, uh, to handle, yeah. Still a nice job. Thanks. Ottawa Ward comes home fourth. Uh, let's go to victory lane and Jake Query. And the celebration is on for Joseph Newgarden, who has walked around to make sure that he has given a high five to seemingly every member of that PPG team. Congratulations, career win number 25. Gordon Johncock has slid aside 16th all-time. Now you have tied him. But that was not easy. Take me through that final stretch. Uh, I was just tough at the end. Almost, you know, felt like it was getting ripped away again. But, um, you know, we, we hung in there. We had a good final restart. You know, Scott wasn't easy to beat tonight. He was, he was super fast. Um, so you got to give it to him. Um, but I felt like, you know, we were in position there with that final stop. And this PPG car was just on rails tonight for sure you know we just needed to get in position and we did that and then team chevy i cannot forget them there they gave us you know it was a big fuel mileage race like this first half of this thing and i feel like team chevy absolutely crushed it as far as the reliability fuel mileage the whole deal so they're a big part of why we were able to win for so long joseph we knew this is where you would be you know so many people knew this was your destiny but yet 25 of them now do you still does it still hit you the same it's pretty cool. You know, I, I, it's almost gotten harder. Um, you know, for sure the competition's gotten more difficult, but I, I think internally and mentally it's gotten harder for me because I've come into this, this you know, without ever believing I'd have a career in motorsports and, and to have a, a career with a top-line team and a top-line series like IndyCar with Team Penske. You know, the, the more success you find, the more you want it and the more disappointing it is when it, when it slips away. And I think there's a mental shift that has to happen there, but I've been so lucky to be here, and I, I love working hard. I love getting to work with the people I do, and I, I want to do it for as long as I can. Young Caleb needs to design your helmet every week. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. That's Joseph Newgard. Michael? Now with David Malukas, I think this was the biggest Dale Coyne HMD party of all time. Let me tell you, congratulations. That was one of the most magnificent drives I've seen in quite some time. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was such a good drive. The team gave me such a good car, and I knew as soon as I went out, we did those those yellow laps, and I was like, oh, my God, this car feels good. And, yeah, I mean, the car was on rails, and I knew we had a chance. Uh, unfortunately, I, I was just a little bit too too, uh, too nervous to do that high line. Um, I lost Poncho on the, on the radio a little bit, so I was having Ross spot for me. And uh, as soon as Poncho told me, he's like, try the high line, and I did it. And two laps ago, we finally got uh, McLaughlin there. So if, if I would have done that a bit sooner, maybe we would have had a chance, but still, I'm just I'm, I'm through the roof with happiness i know that radio and i was listening to it between poncho the spotters they were rooting you on and you could just see the momentum that you were building once you got around scott mclaughlin was there thoughts of hey i can still win this thing with one lap to go you know i went so deep into three and yeah i mean we, we couldn't really do it with just one lap maybe if there was another lap maybe i could have done something really stupid uh, but it could have ended badly but overall i'm just happy the way it ended it's a good finish in your wildest dreams would you ever have dreamt you to be on the podium in your very first year in the ntt indycar series no i i did not expect this to ever happen especially with the way this the season started it, it, it feels so good it feels so good for the team We've all just done such a good job to get this car to where it needs to be, to compete with the Pensies and the Ganassis. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it's we're going to be celebrating this for a while. A lot of donuts for the teams, for sure. Let the celebration begin. Congratulations. Thank you. David Malukas comes home second, Mark Janes. Oh, so close, so close. Oh. Oh, good, brother. Mega drive today, man. Mega drive. You're making us look good.
Uh, what do I do now? Yeah, I needed to know how to go about that podium <laughs> yeah. celebration. And I'm telling you what, in terms of his potter, they don't come much better than Poncho Carter. Carter. Well, I talked to him in the rain delay. We went down and talked to, to, to Poncho, and he told me, he goes, man, I tell him to get up outside. If he's gonna go. And, and Poncho, listen to him. He knows. I mean, he's a, he's a wise guy, been around a long time, and sometimes you have to have faith in those spotters, especially one that's had history in IndyCars. Uh, full field rundown with all 260 laps complete, and hallelujah to that. Joseph Dugard, your winner, David. David Maluka is second, Scott McLaughlin third, Pato Award fourth, Tagubasato fifth, Will Power sixth, Marcus Erickson seventh, Scott Dixon eighth, Alex Palo ninth, Graham Ray Hall tenth, eleventh, Colton Herta, twelfth, Devlin DeFrancesco, thirteenth, Roman Grosjean, Jimmy Johnson fourteenth. Should let you know, only the top ten on the lead lap. Jimmy Johnson, this bunch, a lap down. Elio Castro Evans, 15th. 16th, Rosenquist. Two laps down. 17th, Kirkwood. 18th, Kellett. 19th, Lungard. Three laps down in 20th, Simon Pagino. Same for 21st, Callum Eilat. Four laps down, Ed Carpenter, 22nd. 15 laps down, Connor Daly, 23rd. 24th, Jack Harvey. 20 laps down, Alexander Rossi. 33 laps down in 25th. The only driver listed out of the race after lap 53 was Renus VK. There were 10 leaders and 10 lead changes. Will Power led three times for 128 laps. 78 laps led for your winner, Joseph Dugarden. Takuma Sato led 22 laps. 12 laps led for McLaughlin. Pottawell Ward uh, led 10 laps. Big movers on the day. Malukas plus 10. Rosenquist plus 10. Jimmy Johnson was plus 7 on this day. The one caution for 22 laps, but Davey, uh, a, uh, a two-hour and nine-minute, 14-second rain delay. And just when we thought maybe Will Power was going to dominate this thing and get some breathing room, those extra points he picked up for winning pole than the most laps, very valuable. He has a scant three-point lead over Joseph Dugard. Yeah, boy, I tell you what, uh, he was really hoping that yeah. his teammate McLaughlin was going to win this race over Newgarden because he would have had about a 17-point lead. Now it's only three-point over his teammate power. So still Pinsky, Pinsky in those first two. But, man, when you've got Scott Dixon third, only 14 back, it makes you wonder, doesn't and it? And just 17 points back, your Indy 500 champion Marcus Erickson. 43 points back is Alex Pelot. Not out of the question. He's certainly still in it. 54 points back is Scott McLaughlin. He's in sixth place. And in seventh place, Pato Award is 58 points back with just two races to go. Again, Joseph Newgarden, your winner of the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway has been brought to you by Firestone, the official tire of the NTT IndyCar Series for driving IndyCar legends. American Medical Response, official partner of the NTT IndyCar Series and the AMR IndyCar Safety Team. Speedway, official fuel and convenience store of IndyCar. By Coors Light, cold as the Rockies, Coors Light is proud to be the official beer partner of the IndyCar Series. Coors Light, made to chill. Borgwater, official turbochargers of the NTT IndyCar Series. By Safety Clean, official environmental service partner of the NTT IndyCar Series. By Ruoff Mortgage for a fast mortgage process. Apply online at Ruoff.com. The Children's Foundation, proud sponsor of Racing for Kids. Henchman Racing Uniforms, nothing fits like a henchman. The Indy Racing Experience, the fastest seat in sports. By Racing Optics, the official aero screen and helmet tear-off of the NTT IndyCar Series. And by NTT, official technology and title partner of the NTT IndyCar Series. 
Our driver analyst, Davey Hamilton, in the pits, Michael Young and Jay Query. Helping call the action around the track today, Nick Yeoman. Our chief engineer, Rick Evans. Satellite and technical support by Scott Bergen. Our producer is Sam Rumza. Production assistance by Paul Levin. The network director is Chris Pollock. This is Mark James. Join us in two weeks as the NTT IndyCar Series returns to Portland International Raceway for the Grand Prix of Portland. We'll have complete coverage all weekend long on the IndyCar app and catch the race Sunday, September 4th, on a radio station near you. In the meantime, follow and download today's race broadcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and IndyCarRadio.com. The preceding was an exclusive copyrighted presentation of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network.